Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another episode of the Married Men Don't Talk Talk Show, brought to you by Household Stress, the organization with the brand new facelift website. Check it out if you don't get a chance. Check it out if you didn't get the chance. Um, tonight, we're going to... I want to put a disclosure out there, and I want to apologize for picking such a boring topic. (laughs) (laughs) But I just want to apologize up front for picking a boring topic. I know it's Tuesday night. Y'all got things that y'all could possibly be doing better than talking about this boring topic. Um, But it is what it is. And maybe I could have picked a more exciting topic because this is the last show of the year. But, you know, I'm sorry, tonight's topic is bored. Um, The rules that we have tonight are no profanity. Uh, We will agree to disagree. And if I four-wheel in your living room, it's okay. I will leave. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) When I was actually um, Googling, because a lot of times I get my information from the Internet, and I Googled bored when married, married, bored, something like that. And a website came up called Ashley Madison. <laughs> Is anybody familiar with that? Ashley Madison? I heard that. Yes. yes. Ashley Madison. I'm looking her up right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just No, I haven't heard of that. You, you haven't heard of that? It's good that you have it. It's good that... Because I, 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 I heard of it, but I never really saw it on the Internet. And when I was Googling it, I was actually sitting next to my wife. Mm. So she was just an eye, you know, shot away of seeing what I was doing on my computer. So anyway, Ashley Madison is a dating site. Okay. It's a it's a it's a it's a uh dating hookup spot for people in a relationship and not in a relationship. But I think it's more so people that are in a relationship i.e. bored in their marriage. Did, did you get it yet, Darren? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it. It, it. How are you looking at that? How you can't get blog talk <laughs> when you get <laughs> Ashley Madison at your job? <laughs> because I'm looking at the articles, not the actual. Oh, okay, yeah. Good. Just the reviews. Good they show me the reviews. Yeah, I think it is uh, geared um, specifically towards married couples. I mean, married people, excuse me, who are... I guess looking for looking for an affair. You know, they make it easy yeah. for you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it doesn't say like there's a drop down, right? And it doesn't say it says single and then I think it says committed. But it doesn't say married. Mm. Like what's your preference? It may yeah, and then it says men looking for men, men look for women, women look for men, yada yada yada. Do you get you see that on there, Darren? No. No. Can't pull it out one up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. It shows the reviews. It just shows the reviews of it. Good reviews, bad reviews, and different Uh, reviews. Different reviews. Uh huh. Okay. 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 So, 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 people do things like Ashley Madison. People go to places like adult entertainment spots without their spouse, and they do these things. Because, and I'm just trying to get a little feeling of why some people 
would do this. Is it is it is it lack of excitement in a marriage? Is it staleness in a marriage? Is it uh, people have exhausted all the possibilities of having fun in their marriage, so now they got to go outside to get some extra excitement? Is it something to stimulate you to come back into your marriage? Why do people frequent these, these, these? Now, Ashley Madison is probably your jump-off spot. So that's probably a little bit more advanced than going to the strip joint. Mm-hmm. But And I don't know who on this call goes to a strip joint, but I've been while I was married. And um, it was... It was a thing of excitement for me that I wasn't getting at home. It was a thing of you going in there, you got enough ones, you feel like the man. You may not feel like the man at home. And obviously it's a money thing. It doesn't matter how you feel like the man, but we just sometimes like to feel like the man. You know, so, and then you get to see women work that thing, drop it like it's hot, whatever you want to call it that you may not see at home, you know. And it may not be right, but I think that as men we still need a certain amount of entertainment, a certain amount of excitement, and we may not get that at home. So let me just say, do you think that nine times out of ten, eight times out of ten, seven times out of ten, we go to these establishments because of a stale marriage? That's the question. I, th- I think we go, oh, I ain't going to say we, I'm going to say people go. Uh, people go to these uh, these websites out of habit, for one. Um, a lot of times they go because uh, we had a conversation in here the other night. It's because, you know, um, some guys got to get stimulated before they go in there because they want to go in there already looking like they're the man. And they don't want to have to take five minutes because they don't want their wife to think that they are not sexually attracted to them just because they don't, you know, they don't rise to the occasion right off the bat. Okay, but 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 so you're talking about websites. So when you say websites, you know, you got pornographic websites. Yeah. And then you've got Ashley Madison. You've got find find me a date in your neighborhood. You've got call girl. You know what I'm saying? I think there's different there's different uh, levels. Craigslist. Craigslist may yeah. be a jump off too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think it starts out as being just curious and, like you said, it's nothing else to do around the house. You know, let let me see what's out there, and they kind of start fishing a little bit, and, and eventually you get yourself caught up. So you think it's a matter of greed, or there's really an issue? I mean, that's for anybody. Greed, or there's really an issue in the marriage of boredom? <sighs> that's a tough one. I think it could go both ways, um, you know, depending on the individual. And But I think it might be rooted in in, in boredom, you know, but... You know, we know we know some guys are just greedy. I mean, it is what it is. But sure, I think it can go both ways. I think you know it, it can be a little bit of greed and a little bit of boredom. So, 
you know, I, I think it could go either way. That's what I think. Okay. I think. Okay. Anybody agree with that? Yeah, I think it just more so that someone is kind of pushed into it because they feel like they have no choice or the wife make them mad and they just, let me go out here and see what else I could have had. Let me go out here and show her that I can I can still, you know, be the man, you know, and, and a lot of that comes from machoism, I believe. Machoism. Okay. Okay. Okay, so so you go to the to the what's that spot in DC? Rodney, you know the spot. Stadium. Stadium. I've never been. I've heard about I've it. I've never been either. I've heard what's it's a stadium? nice establishment. Heard about yeah, it. Yeah, I've I've been. Okay. Ike's been. How is it, Ike? How is it, Ike? It, it, it's it's not what I was expecting. Okay. Was it better or right. worse? Well, I mean it was it was uh, the strip clubs have changed. Okay. Okay. Oh, I think I told you I was more women there than men, and the women were uh, aggressive with. Yes. Yeah. I think I told you all about that on Bands of Make a Dance. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, 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 in saying that, Ike, when the women go. Are they there to see? And again, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this because the because the topic is bored. So we got to keep it as boring as possible. But I'm not going to spend a lot of time on that. But what I'm saying is, when the women go, do they go? Are they there for the same purpose of the men? Because there's no uh, male there are no male dancers there, right? No, no. And from the women that I saw there, they were there for. Th- uh, three distinct reasons. Uh, some women were there for the dancers. Some women were there for the men that came in. And a lot of women were there because they were with their significant other, their either husband or boyfriend or whatever. Got it. So the women, were, it. The women were there with someone, but how how did they, how was it more women than men? It was, it is, that's what it was. For every one guy, there was ten women. Yeah. That that wasn't tripping. Right. See, see, times have and I'm not like talking about any any type of women. I'm talking about corporate, well put together women. Yeah. Wow. Who enjoy looking at other women? Wow. Uh, I think some women did enjoy it. I think some women just put up a facade just because they were there, you know. Sure. Uh, and it, it, a lot of women, I got the sense they were just there just because this was a happening spot. Now, I used to go probably eight to ten years ago, eight to nine years ago. Um, Not to that one, but I've been to a lot, and I used to go every week. I was that guy. Um, And back then, women women didn't go. Right. I like to go now. Right. It was all men. Right. Now, the women that were interested in other women were the dancers themselves. Right. You know, there was that going on, but it wasn't blatant like it is now. You know. So I don't know what's going on. Maybe we're not putting it down the way we should be, but things have definitely changed in ten years. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. So being back to being married men, um, is there something 
that a wife could do to prevent her husband from going to that place, that stadium spot? Uh, that's an interesting question. Mm. Anybody take a stab at that one? It seems like an easy one, right? I mean, if the guy is going, what, like frequently or something like that? He's going. If he's going, you know, I mean, if he goes once a week. If he's that's going, that's frequent. Frequent. Uh, yeah, if he's going once a week, man, yeah, that's a lot <laughs> she can do. <laughs> yeah, once a week. She can try to be a gospel singer. <laughs> Rodney got that one. I got, I got it. it. <laughs> oh, there's got to be a mic involved. <laughs> uh, I ain't talking about a mic. A white dress. <laughs> so, I true. So, 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 hey, I'm hey, the sign of the times. Yeah. You hey, you never thought you see women in stadium, and you never thought you see a gospel artist looking like uh, you know. Hey, <laughs> things have changed. Yeah, things have changed. So is it is it the fact that maybe we actually, as men as a whole, and I'm gonna say men as a whole, even though we don't, we all don't go to these places on the regular, but we at some point have been, uh, let me see, uh, turned on, not physically turned on, but we have been subject to the activity that goes goes on there, and we like a pole pole dancers. We like the high heel shoes. We like they making the booties pop. I mean, we like that as men. I mean, it is what it is. But it seems like when you get married, you have to put that stuff on the back burner and say, well, no, that's not acceptable anymore. But it's still there. Right. I'm not saying it right. I, I mean, it's still, I mean, I would still like to see that today, even though I don't. But I wouldn't. I, well, I mean... Seeing it, there's a there's a difference between what drives you to go to a place like that, especially frequently, like sure. once a week, once a month, or once every six months, or something like that. There's yeah. a there's a different motivation. Sure. You know, uh, if the wife, if the marriage is great and the wife is secure and all that other stuff, then. You can go and nothing you see there would really impress you. Uh-huh. It's not really, you know, uh when I went it I went mainly to go hang with hang with some friends. You know, it wasn't like, oh wow, you know, I'm going to the stadium. Oh, you know. Sure. One thing and when I got know. there I was okay. not prepared for what I saw inside. <laughs> <laughs> that threw me for a loop. I thought I was going to, you know, smoke a cigar and drink some brandy, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead, Darren. No, I was just going to say, you know, I went I went a long, 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 long time ago. Long, and, long, long, long? Yeah, like and... Three and weeks, like three weeks ago? <laughs> <laughs> no, but when I went, um, since I hadn't, since that's not my thing, and when I went that one time, it made me want to, it made me feel closer to my wife. It made me appreciate being married at married at that time. And I'm not just saying that to sound like, you know, 
the stud muffin, like like what I like to call myself. But I'm saying it because when I came home, you know, it was a difference of appreciation that, you know, I'm not going to take you for granted anymore. It was a feeling just for, you know, just for that little while, I guess, you know, but it it made her want me more as if I was it was something else out or she thought that it was something else out there for me and it made me appreciate her more because I'm just thinking that every every woman I saw on stage I was thinking where did she go from here where, you know it's funny you should mention that the main thing that I kept thinking about was my daughters yeah and what would it take to keep them from going into that place either as a guest or as an employee, yeah, because it's 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 crazy how prevalent it is. But you actually said Words. something there, brother. You know, you you really said something there, Ike, and that is, you know, oftentimes we we you know we we want to keep our daughters you know off the stripper pole, but you said even as a guest, because those. Those women in there that were guests were somebody's daughter. And I really never, you know, until you said that, I really never thought about that. You know, we're, we're always like, you know, we, of course, none of us want to raise a stripper, you know, our daughter to grow up as a stripper. But you said something interesting with, a, with about, you know, do we want our daughters going to stadium on a weekly basis? And the reason why a lot of them go is because, they they have a false assurance that going to a place like that, a man that they meet won't be gay. Mm. You know they go there. To, you know that's that's like uh, that's that's one way you know for sure. And well, that's dangerous. That's false, dangerous thing. You said false assurance. Why did you say right. false? Well, because if a woman is in there, why can't a homosexual be in there? Right. Exactly. I mean, that's the logic I put in. I saw dudes in there that they wasn't talking to nobody. They were just there. I mean, you, listen, I can't, it's not what you think it is when you walk in there. I'm trying to. It's it's like you literally walking into a lounge and they just happen to be some strippers. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is that yeah. set up? But that's it's, not it's a like, mission when people are in there. Right. It's, it's just like the strippers are just the posters on the wall. Mm. You know, they're not. They're just you know decoration. It's an afterthought. Right. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. You know, I, it was a, it was a, it's a club, it's a strip club over there, uh, in uh, in um, I think it's Lanham, and uh, and and when I first came to D.C. and the guys was like, we always played pool after work, and uh, they they, the Stardust, that's what it's called, it's called the Stardust, and uh, yo yo, it's funny that you mentioned that because that was my spot. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Oriental yeah. owners. Yeah, yeah. Walk in. There's a little. There's a little nine foot pool table. Two of them. Yeah. Well, when you walk in, when you coming out from, I didn't. Now where I'm from, strip clubs don't open until, until nighttime. 
Yeah, yeah, that but was in the daytime. You can go there for lunch. I didn't know that. I, I thought we was going to go play some pool. And when I went in there, I came from the dark, uh, the the brightness from outside, and I went around around the corner. It was just all dark, and I ended up on stage. And on stage. On, cause you know, if you take the wrong turn, you on the stage. Come on, man. You just lost the for, for some change, man. No, nah, man, I was just I, I was just dumbfounded. But anyway, that that when I went into that club, um, I would this wasn't my thing, and I was just trying to get to know the guys, and I and I found my way to, and you know the stripper escorted me off to <laughs> off the stage. And uh, I was like, "Wow, okay." Because I went over there with, where you know where they was playing pool. Sure. But when I finished playing pool, or as we were playing pool, the women that came off stage, they would come around to everybody and expect the them to pool give table. them around the pool table and expecting mm-hmm. them to give them some money mm-hmm. just for them. To, I didn't even see you dance. I was over here playing pool. Mm-hmm. So, but the, but it was different just a couple of years ago because it was mostly guys there for lunch. Yeah, yeah. And Ike said that it's mostly women there looking at the other women, and and how, and they not they not no scrubs. They're they're executive style women, you know. And I kind of just want to. I'm not gonna go, but that's amazing to me. So so, and let me just break it down to you because that's that's the spot that I was probably at every week, three four times a week, and I was married. Um, but you know. What they, how they made their money, wasn't really the dancing part, because either you looked up there or you didn't. Sometimes, I mean, if it was one that was banging, you probably looked. But what they did was the fraternizing piece, where they come and they shoot pool with you, and they talk to you, and they make you feel a certain kind of way. That's right. You see what I'm saying? And that's when you get friendly, and then they, they, they're friendly. Like, hey, how are you? They get to know your name if you're a regular. They sit down and talk to you about certain things, just certain things that just aren't happening, maybe not at home. Okay. You know, so so so, can a stripper be more friendly than your wife? <laughs> wow. I mean, I mean, you know. You go in there and you spend your money and you go back and you stay. But you know what you know what she's doing though. You, you know what she's trying to talk to you for. Don't matter. Now, if it's you're working. that bored, back on the topic, if you're that bored, I mean, you got another problem outside of being married, I believe. What problem is? But it, it happens. Ma- that's, I mean, that's you're married. I mean, how many guys? Yeah. How many guys are going to the strip club, literally, yeah, to look at the fatty, but at the same time they're looking for some friendly conversation that they're not getting at home? It's not unusual. No, it's not. And and, and again, nine times out of ten, you got a fatty at home. You got a looker at home because you married her. You got a dime piece at home. You see what I'm saying? But there's something missing. For you to go to this place and be friendly with this total stranger at first, and then now you made a friend who makes you feel different. Making any sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, you know, I was going through a divorce at that time when I even went there, and I still wasn't impressed. I mean, 
like I said, I was thinking more so about my 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 children and you know my you know I was thinking I had other thoughts you know I just like well I just didn't have the thoughts of a person that was stripping trying to be friendly with me without an agenda. How many times did you go? I just went that once because um, okay. that's what a pool thing was. Yeah. <laughs> It wasn't a pool hall for those that are listening. They just, they just had two pool tables in there. Yeah. <laughs> they, and they weren't even regulation pool tables. They were like nine. They, I think they were like no. eight feet pool yeah. That's right. <laughs> so you weren't That's there right. to shoot pool. <laughs> you weren't there to shoot pool. Yeah. Well, they just sent out the message and told everybody to meet up. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, so is there something, is there a disconnect? And, you know, back to those that just called in the uh, topic tonight is bored. So we're talking about the marriage in relationship to being bored. So is there a disconnect when it comes to, like I said before, the fact that we can actually go and have a conversation with a coworker, somebody that works in the pharmacy, somebody that may work at Walmart or, you know, at a car dealership when you're going to get your oil changed or something like that, that it may be a little friendly, more friendly and a little bit more exciting than the ones that we have at home with our wives. Yeah, we can have those conversations. Um, and I'm always leery of those conversations. Um, but, yeah, they, they're out there. I mean, you could have them anywhere. Like you said, it doesn't just happen at a strip club, per se. It could happen just in a general place. Uh, very friendly conversation, and if you're not careful... Yeah. If you're not really keen on it, um, you can get caught up. Yeah. You can. And where a lot of guys get in trouble, they don't have the heart to uh, set a woman straight, you know, right then and there. Yeah, but you, know, you might they, not want to, Ike. Well, well, now, you might now, not now want to straight. There's, 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 <laughs> two, there's, there's, two li- there's two lanes here. There's okay. the guy that's there's not man enough to, you know, put the other woman in her place. And then there's the guy who's not honest with himself, and he's enjoying it. And, you know, or he's having an emotional affair, you know, and everybody knows once you slip into an emotional affair with somebody, uh, there's only one, you know, you, you, you just one step away from throwing it all away. You know, if you're married. Gotcha. Anybody else? So you said emotional affair, and you did say affair. Um, Yeah, I've seen plenty of those. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. But what I'm referring to is the casual conversation, the casual friendly conversation from a stranger. That, Like I said, it could probably be the girl that works in the supermarket that you frequent three, four times a week. Right, right. You know, and right. she's friendly. And then you and then you find yourself, walk when you walk in the door, you look over to see if she's working. You know yeah. what I mean? Not because you want to have an affair. Not because you want to step out on your marriage. Just because you see that person as somebody friendly that may give you a little Yeah, play. you see all the time. Yeah, you yeah, see all the play, time. Little, you know what I mean? Little, little friendly play. It is 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 that a result of being bored in the marriage? When you gotta go to different 
extremes just to get some kind of? I I don't think so. I think it depends on how it makes the guy feel. Um, okay. I think if if a guy, you know, I see the same women all the time. Sure. And, you know, I can and keep it moving. It doesn't it doesn't mean anything to me, you know. But I could see very easily how, you know, someone who's deprived, you know, deprived at home. You know, if they are entertained by this woman, and, you know, especially if a woman is attractive, and, you know, it's like, uh, I guess it's like, wow, you know, this woman here is, she's seeking me out, kind of. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Especially if she stopped talking to somebody else to, like, acknowledge you when you walk in. You know, that could be a rush, too. Where I'm from, that's called dry begging. You know, like when a, when a, dry when a begging. Woman, yeah, yeah. Did he say dry begging? Yeah, I can't believe that. It's just like when I a mean. woman come by and say, you know, um, uh, like <laughs> you, if you look like you're down, and it's like, wow, you know, you look tense, you know, and then she'll kind of touch your shoulder <laughs> and try to see where you're at, you know, and... And then she'll give you a compliment, left-handed compliment, and then when you get to talking to her, she'll say something like, you know, um, well, I would never do you nothing, you know, I would never do you like that. You know, making comments like that to just kind of pull you in, you know what I mean? Or it could be considered as, man, I wish I had I wish I wish had some gas to come over there and, and you know, or I wish I had some, so a little bit of money to take you out to go for coffee. You know, just kind of throw something out there. The first, the first rule is never tell another woman about your wife, especially if you, if, if whatever your wife is, never tell another woman what your wife is doing or anything. Like, don't don't even bring the wife up. That's that's you know because if they if they if you give them that angle, they will work that. Well, yeah, because you know, right oh, there, what's wrong with like you? No, my, my wife didn't cook last night. Oh, you know. Yeah. Man, I cook last night. <laughs> I would never not cook for you. I would never not leave. You know, let right. you leave the house hungry or horny. That's man, that's that angle like a champ. <laughs> so, so, like, you, so, like I said, you become a mark at that point. Oh mark yeah, man. yeah. <laughs> you be looking forward to her coming. I mean, she be looking forward to you coming in, and you be looking forward to her at the cash register. Sure, sure. Just don't go secret lovers. <laughs> I see it all the time. I bump into dudes that work that I know, and I know their wives. And then the chick they walking with walks away, and they don't introduce me to the chick. I'm like, uh huh. Yeah. Okay. So, 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 I think the real question is, right? Why would a man talk about his wife to to another woman if he doesn't have a a motive. Why when would he put that information out? When you know, this kicks in, man. It it when you when you are not getting conversation at home and loneliness kicks in and and you know, probably perhaps the the dude is, you know, seeking the attention too from somebody who he know he can get at. You know, right. he'll, he'll sit there and he'll he'll look sad when especially when that one come around just so she can say, Oh man, what's wrong with you? You know, you're going fishing, you know. Just so somebody can say something to you. So it's not on one side. It's on both sides, you know. And you're only going to put that out if you're ready to try to take that leap out there, you know, because you don't want no dude company. You want some female company. Sure. Yeah. 
you want her to make you feel somewhat validated. Right. <laughs> you know? If me and my wife were having problems, I would never tell another broad about it. That's just no, you know. Well, well, and the reason why I think you wouldn't is because you're not prepared to take that leap on any no, cost, on any cost. Yeah, we we talking about the man that's on the edge, that's that's, that's ready to edge. just you know just dabble a little bit. That's down for whatever. You see, I mean, you got to be there. If you're not at that place, then no, you're not going to do it. You know, I've done it. My first marriage, I was at that place. I needed, I needed the validation. I wasn't getting it. I had to get that validation by hook or crook. So I went and I talked. I said, man, this is what's not happening. And it just so happens that the girl that was listening was like, it won't happen with me. Of course. And then one thing led to another, and I was in with both feet. Both feet. You know, but I, 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 I subconsciously wanted it to happen. You know, and a lot of times we do things to on get back, or we do it just because it's, you know I don't I don't care anymore. I'm just tired of not being happy, not being excited. You know, maybe it's not only me, but you know that's 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 my twist on it. You yeah. know, but what's the what's the wife's role in that? And then I'm gonna switch it later to the man's role. But what's the wife's role in that when we have to go out and seek conversation? From somebody else because we can't talk to them. Like, do we go and say, "Look, you know, I want to talk to you, but I can't talk to you. So I feel as though I got to talk to somebody, so it may be somebody else." Are we that bold with it, or we just deal with it? I don't do, think do a whole lot of that kind of. Oh, I'm sorry. Do we seek out these conversations because they're easier? You know, I don't have to hear about the bills or the kids or fixing the brakes. And I know that this girl that I'm going to see for like 15, 20 minutes a day or just casually and casual um, interactions, that she's going to boost up my ego. Mm. That makes a lot of sense. Because you're not going to get the drama with those conversations. They might be drama-free. Yeah, and those conversations lead you on a slippery slope. Slippery slope. Slippery slope. But so many of us slide on that slope. Yeah, we do. <laughs> you know, the sad part, though, uh, Tony, is if if we slide on that slope more than one time, we don't learn the lesson. Mm. Gotcha. Well, okay, so so what's the lesson? The lesson is it's cheaper to keep it and ain't worth it. Okay, so the lesson is it's cheaper to keep it, so just be unhappy and bored in your marriage at any cost. No, I didn't say that. I just said that's not the, the way to go about that is, is going to be detrimental, and it's not going to be worth it. But, but what's there's the alternative? Ways, there's ways not to have your marriage boring, but stepping, stepping down that slope ends up in a, in a world of hurt. I think another lesson is don't ever resign from your first position. You know, a lot of us enter into marriage and quit being boyfriend and girlfriend. That's right. And sometimes you have to treat your wife like your girlfriend and pretend like there are no bills, there are no right. no kids and stuff like that, and talk to her like that. That's right. 
Thank you. Hey, who who was that talk? I mean, uh, it it doesn't matter. Oh, I, I'm sorry. This, this is Alan. Alan, man, that was that was so awesome what you said because that was the same advice that Rodney gave me um, when on the show uh, that we had a couple of months ago after I found out that you know my wife went through that that uh, double mastectomy and I didn't know how I was going to respond to it because you know because. Uh, you know her features that I really, really, really love are now not there. And, mm-hmm. um, and 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 that and Ronnie said, you know, hey, uh, you know, you can still date her and still that's your girl, that's your lady, you know, treat her like a girlfriend, so to speak, you know, and and, and you know, and and everything gonna naturally happen. And man, I mean, as we started to date again and and ignore all the the, the drama that was going on. Man, it just fell right into place. You're absolutely right about that, man. You know, when you start treating it like you're your girl, that's your girlfriend. Man, it it, I, it it was a light bulb went off that I can't. I don't have to be this this nursing assistant or nursemaid or whatever. I can actually be her boyfriend, you know, because that's who I am. Mm. That's good words, man. So what 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 do you think? I mean, just for the listeners. What do you think are the things that you did differently than you know than before you got that advice as far as about dating her? What the changes just, that you made? I, I was just trying to concentrate so hard on um, you know, like I told you, the the, uh, the emptying the drain tubes and and trying to make sure that that every everything was taken care of as far as her her taking her medicine and putting her in the bed and cooking for her and doing all these things that I'm supposed to do and I kind of like veered away from the telling her I love her and and smacking her on the behind and and uh you know rubbing her feet and you know taking her out on a date and making her feel like a woman I kind of veered away from that but when after that advice um I start doing that again and I start coming alive you know I start doing it because it was pleasurable to empty drain tubes and and then right after we enter drain tubes, then let me rub your feet. You know, now I can. It, it was a. I couldn't just lock myself into being a, a nursemaid or somebody like that. I had to focus on being her husband. Good words. Good words. So, so, um, and her reactions are different now, obviously, because now she probably feels better about the, the situation in a whole. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and does she do anything differently as far as to 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 validate you while you're actually serving her? She, I mean, at first it wasn't a lot of thank yous and smiles and kiss me on the cheek and kiss me on. It wasn't a lot of. I mean, we just have a, a friendship before, but now it's like a love ship. Uh, between us, because it, we don't, we don't, we came to something that 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 nobody ever. I ain't gonna say nobody. I'm just gonna say I never noticed anybody that went through this and was able to tell me about it. But this is our first encounter with some kind of bout that interrupted our household. But our relationship is on a new level because it was. It's like a new awakening after this seven-year itch. It's like a uh, rejuvenated uh, marriage. It's like I was just got married yesterday. Wow, wow! Cracking jokes like again, it. and uh, you know, just going places and 
talking about people. She got me doing this people-watching stuff that I was never into. Yeah. Now we can sit in the mall and just look at people and wonder where they're going. I'm like, man, this is, at first I thought, yeah. this is so stupid. But now it's like, hey, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Me and my wife do it all the time. We've been doing it ever since we've we've been together. It's that's huge. Fun. I never met to her, but that's fun. Yeah, yeah, Damn, and that's good would, words. Yeah, right. Darren, would, would you say that before the bout with breast cancer, would you say that there was uh, some boredom in your marriage? I wouldn't say it was. It, it was. It, I say it was busy in the marriage because we was always concentrating on the kids and what they wanted, and catering to the grandson, and catering to the to my job, and catering to her job, and catering to the home and catering to the the renters and just catering to everybody else, the church. And it was like when we got a, got a chance to get together, it was like, whew, finally, you know, let's let's do this little making love thing. Let's go on to bed. Hurry up now so I can got to get up in the morning. You know, it was like <laughs> it was like our time was rushed with each other, but yeah, all of our catering is done to everybody else. But after this, it's like everybody else is on the back burner and we're primary to each other. Yeah. I mean, you got to, I mean, in a situation like that, you got to call it what it is. That sounds pretty boring to me. I'm just, I mean, it's just, it sounds like a little boring. Yeah, what about yeah, you? yeah, you're right, you're right. I mean, <laughs> but that's what your life take a turn to. I mean, you, like Rodney got three kids, you know. Uh, yeah. And, and I can imagine his life is all around them. But, you know, if you say it out loud, that sounds boring. You know, I mean, because yeah. you got so many responsibilities. Ball- ballet for for three days straight, dude. That <laughs> ballet and piano, and and, and, and it's piano? funny you say that because uh, brother Ike texted me, you know, because I was asking, you know, what what was the score of the game on Sunday, and he's like, you're not watching the game, you know, that was his response, and I was like, I was, but I'm at a piano recital right now. Right like, oh, you man, go, you know. Oh. Rodney, you go to more recitals. I want you to, for one year, I want you to count how many recitals you go to. Just just do it for a year. I'm curious. I've never known anybody that had so many recitals. Well, they, you know, they're different. They're ballet and piano, and they have, like, you know, spring oh, and winter recitals. And, you know, I mean, it is. I'm it just is. talking about just recital, period. Just, just but, but, you know, back to Darren's point, you know, and back to what you're saying, Ike, is that, you know, Ike probably takes his wife out on the weekends, you know, they hang out, and I go to ballet recital, the piano recital. So, on the, you know, like Darren said, on the outside, it's like, man, this guy, you know, between me and Ike, Ike is the one having the fun and doing the great things and having date night with his with his wife and I do have date night with the wife this week and I'm so excited. But mm. you know, literally on the outside looking in, you look at Ike's life, he probably go out every week. You know, maybe sure. or every other week. And I can weekend, go out every week. Every see that? Every see week what I'm talking about? See how did I know that? Every you week go out every weekend and I can barely with my three kids and my schedule, I can barely get out once a month. So, 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 Rodney, you have the appearance of a super husband. You have the appearance of a super dad, this person that's on top of everything, that may be bored. Uh, I mean, 
I mean, that's, I mean, you know, would, if you weren't married, would you do any of those things? It would be tough. You know, it, it would be tough if I was, uh, you know, you're if saying you saying if I was a single sister, dad. If, if, if you had a little sister and you were single, would you do all those ballet recital things? Would that excite nah. you? I'd be hanging nah. out with 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 a with a lady with Ike, you know. We'd be double dating. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be showing me all the nice spots that he goes to. Where I see him getting in his car, and he's riding off, you know. And I look down the street, and I'm like, yeah, headed to you know ballet practice or recital or something. Matter of fact, we going to the Gaylord Friday pose Christmas <laughs> shut party. Shut up, man! Just shut up. Our blouse, thirty dollars a piece, and we feed you live jazz. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, one, one thing, one thing, my wife, my wife, uh, we we went over there, uh, we went down to P Town's house Saturday for the Christmas party, <laughs> and uh, oh. and my wife was like, uh, she said, what, what, I can this wife is going to some concert out there? I was like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, and I started naming the people. She's like, well, it's not gospel, but it's it's a it's a good time. And I said, yeah. She said, where's uh where's Tony and Rodney? I said, well, Rodney, uh, Tony is on his his way here. He probably come here later on, but Rodney had to go to a bit ballet recital, and she he laughed. <laughs> and had to go to a recital the night of P Town's party. I did, yeah, yeah. yeah, and I didn't get home until Tuesday. Wow. Yep. Wow. Yep. But see, but see, but see. I mean, again, that that's what he's got to do. So, yeah. so, so. I mean, that's his responsibility. I mean, his kids are in. They they have activities. And well, can I make you? Huh? I hate to cut you off, T. Hall, but can I make you feel better, Rodney? That, that concert was so terrible. My wife said we're never going to another concert in D.C. again. Why? Well, you should have came to the recital. You should have came to the recital. No, no, no we we don't. We're gonna, we gonna be at P Towns every other, every year from now. On, but no, no, yeah. <laughs> I was hot. So, 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 for someone like Rodney. And I'm pretty sure he's not the only one on the call where the responsibilities of fatherhood and being a husband have consumed a lot of the excitement time in a marriage. What kind of outlet do you need, Rodney, or someone do you need to keep that that boredom thing from biting you and then you ending up in a place like Stadium once a month? Household stress, and you know, I, I say that in jest, but I mean that's the reality because you know I I have to find some 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 way to um, get out and connect with with, with fellow brothers like minded, you know, or not, you know, just to have uh, you know that 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 conversation. Um, so I mean, I think that if you look at it from a macro perspective, is that I don't know if I would call it boredom, but I do need, I think we all need an outlet, and some turn, some turn to stadiums, some turn to pornography on their laptop or whatever. I mean, I turn to household stress. So each of us needs an outlet. It's just all in what we decide to, you know, put our energy in. And, and you know, I'm grateful, you know, that I can come here and, you know, I'm in my basement among my kids' toys and, you know, um in my pajamas, and I don't have to go anywhere, and I can, you know, connect with y'all, you know, because my schedule is not conducive to us meeting at the pool hall, you know, and my wife is like, when you coming home, 
you know, you know, and all this stuff on a weekly basis. I'm here on a weekly basis, you know. So sure. I mean, to your to your question, I mean, we all need an outlet. It's just what we decide to to put our energy in, you know. And I have decided for the last five years to to put my energy here. So I don't I don't have any desire to go to stadium. I got you. I, and and again, you've never been, so. You gotta be careful, right? So I don't know. <laughs> you don't know, and, and you guys are great, and you guys are great, and you know, and I look forward to Tuesday nights. But I'm gonna tell you something: this is not compared <laughs> to stadium. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, no, it's not like it's not, yeah, this, okay. you know, yeah, yeah, it's a little different from talking on this phone with y'all. Man. Yeah, exactly. I'll be real with y'all next week. You know what I mean? Um, um, so, so I mean, for you, that this is your outlet because you haven't been, uh, uh, you haven't been in that environment. So you may not know how substantial that may be to a guy that doesn't have a lot of excitement in his marriage. I'm not saying you don't have a lot. I'm just saying that you have responsibilities. Right. Yeah, I got young kids. Doing I, I got a, you know, I got a one-year-old. I mean, I think people. They see me out and about at ballet recitals, and you know, and and, and actually, you know, uh, I talked about the concert, but you know, I didn't even get to see the ballet recital because I was uh, running the halls with my one-year-old. So, a question: Do you do you really enjoy ballet recitals? I do. Okay. I do. I look forward to you know seeing because you know the studio that we go to. You know, you you don't get to see your children perform unless you go to the recital. That's really the only opportunity. They have like one like Parents Day, but uh, I didn't say did you enjoy watching your children perform. I said, do you enjoy ballet recitals? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I would go. To I can't I would think of anything wife. worse. Maybe getting stuck in the eye with an ice pick. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I like you know, I like culture. You know, so I mean, I would take the wife to an adult ballet with no kids involved. You know, as a date. Oh, okay. So, See, we come from a different we we come from a different place. Yeah, yeah you like Aruba, you know. <laughs> oh, no, right. That's my outlet. <laughs> I like chasing Mama on the beach. <laughs> yeah. Now that's the ultimate, right there. Yeah. Yeah. So 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 let me throw this out here because I do understand, Rodney, where you're coming from, and not to stay on your street. I do understand. Sure. But can the children be a valid excuse for a boring marriage? Can we really just say, okay, my responsibilities with these kids is keeping me from being excited in my marriage? Like, who does that fall back on? Mm. Yep. Anybody. A lot of callers on. Anybody can answer that question. Who does it really fall back on? What do you mean? Who does it? What? Did, what? What? That? Yeah, you were putting. That's a really good question. Yeah. Who's the fallback? Let me hear the question again. I mean, I mean, I can say, I got these kids, and I'm doing ballet, I'm doing soccer, I'm doing tumbling class, I'm doing library, I'm doing this every week, yada yada yada, and I'm bored in my marriage because of it. Does your wife make you feel guilty if you don't go to these things? Who, me? Yeah, anybody. anybody. Oh, no, I mean, I, I enjoy, you know, again, it's not, 
you know, I, I usually, I typically take my daughters to their practices, um, although it's changed since, I, you know, somebody got to keep the one-year-old, and um, he, he usually likes to hang out with me. So, you know, but typically before he came, I would take them to their their practices three times a week. And, you know, I, you know, I, I don't mind it, you know, but, and, and I'm not, it's not like I'm being uh, stuck in the eyes. Andrew said, you know, it's not painful. I mean, it's just got to be done. You know, but to the host question, you know, is it an excuse? You know, no. And, you know, I wouldn't say that my marriage is boring, but, you know, there are responsibilities, you know, that have to be done. You know, like tonight I was doing math homework with my daughter, and I usually don't get involved in the homework because, you know, usually I I pick up my son, you know, on, on the way home, and by the time I get home, homework is done. But, you know, in... Tonight, in particular, my wife wasn't home, so I had the three of them. So I'm juggling, you know, trying to keep the one-year-old entertained. You know, the six-year-old had homework, too. You know, so, yeah, I mean, it's just stuff that had. I couldn't say, nah, you know, that, that math homework is boring to me or whatever. I, it's stuff that has to be done, and it doesn't make my marriage boring, but it just it, it takes – it, it, it precludes me from going out, you know, every weekend like Ike does to the National Harbor to a jazz concert or whatever. I mean, I can't do those things, you know, uh, because I don't. I do have a babysitter, but you know, I don't have any family, you know. So generally, it's like, all right, you know, who's going to watch these kids if we want to go out and have fun? And I'm not one to, you know, run away from my kids to be like, man, you know, I gotta. I got to have an outlet or, you know, I got to do something. I got to get rid of these kids because I, I love my children. I love spending time with them. And, you know, some people, they're like, man, I just, I got to get out. I got to get away from them like every week. And, you know, I'm not like that. I actually enjoy the time that we spend. And a lot of times when we're running during the week to ballet, to piano, or whatever, you know, on the weekends I try to just, you know, connect with them and just kind of hang out with them because we're running all week. And on the weekends, you know, we try to, keep the calendar as clear as uh, as possible, but, you know, sometimes it just doesn't work out that way. But, you know, knowing that when those weekends are free, we just kind of hang out or we'll go to the park or, you know, we'll do different things, go to, you know, a bike trail or something, just do things as, as a family. Sure, sure, sure. Out, sure. Outside of uh, household stress, what do you do for you? Um, that doesn't involve your family. I would say this is probably it. Wow. Yeah. So for me, <coughs> so let me ask you this question. So if you had ballet on Sunday at, sorry, if you had ballet practice on Sunday at 2, you wanted to watch a big game, would your wife take them to practice and let you watch the game? Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. But that didn't happen last Sunday. No, because my skins are just not playing well. So I was just like, I might. As well. You can't blame it on the team, man. You can't blame it. On the team. <laughs> Come on, man. You know, I'm just being real. It wasn't like, man, I'm missing my skins playing. And I gave me the updates with the L, so it was like, I'm glad I went to the piano. I had a piano recital, so I was glad I was at the piano recital because you know it was a nice little concert for Christmas. So, and I like music anyway. So I, you know, my my oldest aced her. Uh, her little piece, so I was, you know, pleased as a father. You know, both of them play, but, um, you know, but, yeah, I was not trying to be like, but 
But, I mean, she would have, you know, to your question, she would have absolutely said, you know, and she actually volunteered to take them, you know, but I was like, I'll take them, you know, just an hour. Wow. So are you guys comfortable telling your wife you're bored? Mm. <laughs> That's a monkey wrench. Can I throw a monkey wrench? Well, let's answer the question first. I didn't hear anybody answer the question. That was a great question. See how can I put one in there? Well, answer the question. Answer the question first. Do you feel comfortable telling your wife you're bored? You may not. Yeah, I tell my. Yeah, I do. Yeah. But does your wife feel comfortable? Yeah, I feel like you should feel comfortable because, you know, in, in all actuality, and all you guys, I'm, sure, I'm sorry, I'm John, I've been listening the whole time, so that's hey John. the first time I'm chiming in. But um, it, 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 it can be uncomfortable, but it should be said. Because, I mean, and you guys already know, and everybody says it all the time, you know, communication is key. So if there's a problem, you know, you got to state it, you know, whether you feel like she's going to like it or not. Now, are you comfortable doing it? I mean, that all kind of depends on how your relationship is with your wife, too. So... Um, and I, I want to backtrack a little bit to, to talking about, like, using the kids as an excuse. Um, some people will. Should they? No. And I feel like in everything that's been talked about thus far tonight, it all starts with attitude and where you set your mind frame. And, again, you know, just like the, the gentleman before was saying, I love spending time with my kids. I like helping them with this homework. And that's the attitude you should have. If you set your mind to, be, to have that attitude, then, you know, that, that's how it's going to be. So, same thing with, with, you know, if we're bored in our marriage, you know, it's, it's, it's still a mindset type thing. So, like, even if it, it doesn't even necessarily have to be going out, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be, oh, i got to spend money or we should go to the gala or watch a jet. It could be little stuff at home, you know. It could be little flirty eyes back and forth while you're helping the kids. You know, it's just, it's just little things that can be done to keep, keep it from being bored. It's, and, and it all starts in the very beginning when, see, see, the problem with, see, my thing is with relationships, they're not started off right, and that's why a lot of times these, these marital problems happen. See, mm-hmm. when, when, you, when people go into a relationship, it should be two people concentrating on each other to find out what keeps them happy. But the problem is, is selfishness comes into relationships so often that people don't even do that, you know. It's all about, okay, she's not doing this for me, and he's not doing this for me, and then that, that's when lines of communication gets cut off and get quiet. So there's no more communication. But if they're paying attention to each other, to every little thing, to, okay, I know she don't like this, I know he don't like this, I know he loves this, I know she loves this, and you just keep it there, then the marriage won't get boring, you know. So, it's, you know, boring doesn't necessarily have to be going out. It doesn't have to be spending money. It's just paying attention to those little things that you know will make your your, your significant other smile. So, and I mean, that's just kind of where I stand on, like, you know, being bored and, and, you know, how do you keep from getting bored and, you know, like I said, even incorporating the kids, you know, because, I mean, you got to remember, you know, the kids are the result of of, of that lovemaking of, of, of the two people that came together. So, I mean, that should be something that both people in the, in the, in the marriage should, should smile at all the time and never be bored with because that's mm-hmm. something that they created that was made out of love and something that's, you know, always something beautiful that comes out of love. So, I, I, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's my consent. Sorry. Hey, hey, no, thank you, thank you. What if you you tell your your spouse that you're bored and she turns around and says, yeah, you're the one that's making the marriage boring because you're trying to fulfill the goal. You're trying to fulfill the goal of of being a super husband or a super dad. No, no, let me finish. You're trying to fulfill this role of being a super husband and a super dad and you're forgetting about the relationship. 
You know, because I did this to my parents. Yeah. I, I grew up and left their house and left them home. You know, you're focusing on the kids um, with everything, going, having so many, um, you know, activities and stuff like that. You got to ask yourself, do, you want, do they want you at every activity or having all these activities and mom and dad break up? Or are you trying to, or do they want that relationship to stay intact? Because the kids gonna leave. The kid, kids can't. Uh, um, they can't process that. I don't think it doesn't make. Yeah, sense. I know you have to process it for, for them. Yeah, you, you yeah, gotta say, hey, like, I, I can't like have my said, calendar booked up on you. I can't have my calendar booked up with every little activity I can put you in and and, and lose out on the relationship that I've been called to. Wow. Uh, I know when my kids were yeah. little, we we had a a, a one. One event rule, you could be involved in one one thing, one activity, but that was it. Because we saw people running around, I mean, like chickens with their head cut cut off, you know, six and seven and eight days a week, it seemed like, you know, to, to cart their kids here and there. And if you don't take time for your marriage, you won't have a marriage. Those kids are leaving. Yeah. That's the goal. Yeah, we have the same rule here. You know, I, I and, agree with that. you got to get over that you you got three kids and each one's in two or three events you don't have a life except yep. taxi driver yeah 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 does anybody yeah, got had... go ahead go ahead i was gonna no, say I was saying we got the same rule here um uh one 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 discipline per season you know per year or whatever so whatever you you pick what 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 activity you want to do if it's summer winter or whatever activity then that's what we go with you know, but if you're going to be doing one thing this time in the summer, then something else in the spring, then some winter, no, we we going to have to limit that. So my wife is active in the church, active in her sorority. She works all day long. She has her own females call on Tuesday night. And, what? Uh, what? I'm sure she's going to tell me about wow. that. Wow. Yeah, yeah, you're going to tell me about that. Go ahead, brother. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead. So she she's always going. So with me, I do my soccer game a week. I watch Steeler football. So I have the same issue that uh, the other brother said, where you know so much stuff goes on, and so then you know, the last fifteen minutes of the day are for you or whatever. And then by that time, it's all tired, and you know you're not getting like you want it. So that's my biggest front. That's where my boredom comes, and I don't get it like I want it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We do. Trust me, we do. John yeah. made a point earlier that I want to go back to. And it was something in reference to, I think, in the beginning of the relationship. I think he said something to the the, the discussion part of it. Now, for those that have all these responsibilities and before the kids, before the kids, before the first child, was there a discussion? Okay, now we are not going to let the, the, these kids, this, these activities, all these things consume us. And I'm not going to give up the things that make me happy. Like if I bowl, if I play golf, if I go play basketball with the fellas, if I watch my football on Sundays, or she goes to the mall, she goes shopping, she gets her nails done. We're not going to give up these things that make us happy for the sake of having these kids. Is, is that discussion being had? Or are we just having a family and dealing with it day by day? 
Yeah, I, I, I'll take a stab at that, Mr. Host, and I'll say that, you know, we have a similar rule to a couple, you know, what a, what a couple of other brothers said, and um, but, you know, I push it to the limit, so we, we limit each child at two activities. So I have two daughters and the one-year-old son, and, you know, right now they they play piano and they go to ballet. So I drop them off at the same spot. You know, they're four years apart, um, so their ballet is obviously they're not going to be in the same classes, but, you know, they're on the same day. Thankfully, we try to schedule that so we're not going, you know, on different days if at all possible. Um, so we limit each child, you know, to two activities, and thankfully, you know, it's not going to be, okay, 10-year-old, you like soccer and violin. That's what we're going to do. Okay, 6-year-old, you like ballet and piano. No. We're doing two of the same, especially since they're the same sex. You know, so I kind of, I didn't give them the liberty to even choose what they, I chose kind of what they do. So soccer is not even in the equation. Plus they play games on Sunday, and that's a different conversation. I ain't into all that. You know, Sunday is a day where we don't go nowhere. Ain't no ballet, ain't no piano, only if it's a special occasion like a recital, but no practices, no rehearsals, ain't, you know, ain't none of that. I don't believe in doing that stuff on Sunday on a regular basis. Football championships or whatever, you know, I understand that. But, you know, activities that are regularly scheduled on Sunday, I'm not signing up for that. Or Wednesday for that, man. You know, I, I told my, you know, as my 10-year-old my gets older, you know, she's going to go to uh, ballet on uh, Wednesday night. But, you know, we go to church on Wednesday night. And so, you know, that's as an long activity. as her class. Yeah. Yeah, and that's another activity. You're right. You know, uh, that's another church activity. Church on Sunday morning is another activity. Yeah. I mean, it's not 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 on the same level, but it's still taking you away right. from the alone time with the wife. Absolutely, absolutely. Load, and, you know, load everybody up in the van. And you're off again. <laughs> in the truck. Yeah. In and the truck, your and question, you're off again. Yeah. To your question, then I throw it out to the group. You know, um, you know, right now I'm thinking. You know, my son is one and a half, and I'm just like, okay, you know, what is he gonna do? You know, I bought this piano. You know. Is he going to play piano, too? You know, I don't know. You know, but as far as he's not going to do ballet, I do know that. But I don't know. How do you know that? Uh, I'm, I'm not I'm not going to allow that, Andrew. You know, so. Why not? Just, what if he enjoys ballet? He might, but he won't. You know, same way somebody told me that my six-year-old might enjoy soccer. She'll never know. She'll never find out how much she enjoys soccer. You know. Well, why so, is that? What is, what is wrong with her playing soccer? Uh, again, uh, like I say, so they have regular scheduled games on Sunday. You know, so not every soccer league. Not every soccer league, but I ain't into soccer. So again, <laughs> I choose the activities. Okay. I'm I'm writing the checks for this stuff, so I, you know, I have some. What, what if he doesn't have ballet on Sundays? No, wait, wait, you don't wait, have hold. ballet. Did you Did you really just say you won't let your kid do something because you're not interested in it yourself? Now, you can do what you want to do, but that's what you just said. I think I heard Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. I chose that. I, I, I chose piano. And, I, and again, back to the host question, I wanted my children to play piano. So they play piano. But what if Nile wants to get into ballet? No, not an option. Really? Okay, and your daughter yeah, can't I mean, play guys do soccer. Correct. Daughter ain't playing soccer. But, but guys do ballet. What's wrong with Andrew, Nile getting into ballet? Andrew. Andrew, can yeah. we let the ballet thing rest? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they do have guys that I just want to say it, that's all. Yeah, I mean they do have um 
you know, they have little boys at the studio. But, you know, to your question, Mr. Holmes, you know, back to no, your, no, no, your, no, your no. earlier question. Not my question. My question was okay. The brother just asked a question I think was a little bit better than mine. So you, <laughs> what you was dictate, that? You dictate what activities that they're going to have because you're writing the check. I do. And if they have an interest, so you may have the next Tiger Woods, but you'll, they'll never know. Never or the know. next M- Mia, whatever that female soccer player is, but but they'll never know. Mia Ham, no, they'll never know. Yeah. Mia Ham, they'll never know. The end. Interesting. Yep. 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 Interesting. Interesting. What if your son wants to play football? Go ahead. What, what if your son wants to play football? Yeah, and that's what I was, you know, again back to the host question. I'm trying to figure in our minds, you know, we're going to be on opposite ends of the county. You know, if our, da- if our daughter's continuing ballet and piano, you know, somebody's got to take the son to football practice or basketball. And, you know, I don't know, you know, what I'm going to do with him at this moment. I really don't. But I know it's well, not What you might want to look at is that two-event rule because you're going to find you don't have enough time to do anything but run those kids around. Yeah, and especially with three, Andrew, and I've actually been looking at the two-event rule just as a sheer matter of cost here recently. Yeah, I'm telling you. You know, especially as Because I have three old. kids, man, and I'm going to tell you, you know, you do the math, that, that's six times a week. Yeah. You yeah. got yeah. nothing. You got no yeah. life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, we just had to say one event, not one event a season. One event, you choose what you want to be in, and that will be your thing. And, be yeah. and when that ends... Next year you yeah. do the next thing, and you could choose different things each year, but you can't choose. Well, you know now it's football season, now it's baseball season, now it's ballet season, now it's dance season, now it's oh no, because yeah. you, you you need a life. You really need to have a time with your wife that you can develop time. Now for me, you know, my thing was if I could look forward to to you know to a trip that was coming up, I love to travel. You know, and it didn't have to be every week I was traveling or something like that. Uh, but but for me now, that's a big thing because, I mean, I work, 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 work. I can look forward to saying, you know what, the month of February I'm going to be here. And it takes kind of the sting out of having to work, 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 work. Yeah, you're right. Just to make one last point, you know, back to the, the, the ballet, I actually chose the ballet studio as well. I did the research. And, you know, my daughter, my oldest daughter, actually went to another studio, um, but I pulled her out because I didn't like it. You know, they would just kind of, they would get on stage and twirl around, and I spent $100 for this costume and tickets and practice and all. I'm like, what is this? What are y'all doing? So I pulled her out, and I put her in another dance studio, you know, and it's more traditional. You know, it ain't, you know, everybody's hair is the same. Everybody got that same outfit. It's, it's more traditional ballet. And that's what we wanted. You know, we didn't want the hip-hop and jazz and tap. I ain't interested in all that. So I didn't, sure. you know, so my daughters don't have the option of, Dad, I want to do the, the hip-hop dance or the jazz. Nope, you ain't doing it. Doing so, it. So, so you may be, in essence, throwing money away and not really realizing it. And I say that because if they're not interested, if they're not motivated, if they're doing whatever daddy says to do, then at the end of the day, I mean, they may, after this ballet, never do ballet again. Once they get to the point where they say, you know, I don't have to do it. Yeah, and I actually, that's a great point you make because I actually asked them recently, you know, and again, going back to Andrew's point, I'm looking at, 
you know, I was looking at potentially, you know, I, I was able to cut some expenses at, in other places, but, you know, I was looking at cutting off one of the activities, um, period. And I asked both of them, if you, and, and, and here I did give them an option. I did say, okay, if you were to give up ballet or piano, which one would it be? You know, either one doesn't matter. You know, daddy doesn't care. And both of them were just like, I don't know, doesn't matter. They were just kind of indifferent. I was like, what? You mean ask, you know, which one? There's no, like, passion. I don't know. no passion. There's no passion in either one. Yeah, Think I about mean, it. you know, they can take it away. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they can do take it because, because, because you're telling them to do it. it. <laughs> yeah, but I you do know? know that I feel that they're better at ballet, especially my six-year-old. You know, she's, I mean, she's really a, a natural dancer. So I feel that they're, I feel like I, like, Somebody asked me, do I like going to the ballet? Absolutely, I like to see my daughters perform because, and my oldest, you know, she's kind of come a long way, you know, and I like to see her mature and, 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 and be on time and know her steps, you know. So I do feel absolutely the ballet, and the ballet money is more than the piano money, obviously. Sure. And, you know, but I do enjoy, you know, seeing them in ballet, and they're, they're better at ballet than piano. And because with the piano... They don't have enough time with ballet, with homework, with three kids, with church, with mom and daddy's career. I mean, it's just stuff where they don't really have the time to really put in to be great piano players. I want to. I want to change direction just hey, a little I, bit. Can I, can I jump yes, in? go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Please, 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 please. Go ahead. Your, your question that started this was, are we having conversations about what we're not going to give up before we have the kids? I went yes. into it with a different, I asked the question of what I'm willing to give up um, before the kids came. Uh, because I had, I have our firstborn, he has special needs. So it's like, what do I give up? Because there are only so much hours in the day um, that I can still have that time that consistent time with my wife, you know, like, like I haven't seen a, a live football game on Sundays, and I, and I probably five, six years. Um, but mm. I know on Sundays that's some time that um, I'm going to have. So I went in with a different mindset of what I'm willing to give up um, so that I can maintain this relationship. Because um, mm. those things that I was holding so dear, talking about I'm not going to give up golf and basketball and stuff like that, at the end of the day, those things are going to fade away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, good words, good words. And I think, Alan, you and I talked about that before yeah. when I was telling you, man, I just think I'm bored. But then I don't really know what excites me. I don't really know what bored is because everything has changed. So i got to figure out where I, you know, you know what's important now as a as a as an older married guy. You know what I mean. So, but the question that I want to ask, and maybe not to you, Rodney, but to yes. someone that's in your similar situation. But I will ask you because you have a, a boy that's one years old, right? A year old. Yes, sir. Yeah, he's a year and okay. a half. Yes, sir. So, 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 and and I see this lifestyle going on for another at least. 15, 16 years. Yeah. True statement. Okay. So let's just say 16 years 
where do you see the stability of your marriage in 16 years? Where do you see your marriage after all these activities, after all this stuff? Where do you see the health of your marriage? I would hope that it's for anybody, not, not just you. But go ahead. Yeah, and I, and, I, and I'll answer it and throw it out to somebody else to answer because I don't want to hog at the line. But you know, I'll say that I would I would want it to be at least as stable as you know it is today. And you know, my marriage is in in my eyes, in my opinion, is not boring. Um, is is I mean, it is what it is. We have three children and. To those that have three children, I mean, it's it's not a game. You know, I just say that. You know, with two children, I, you know, it was it was pretty easy, fellas. But three, it's uh, definitely a challenge. But you know, it is what it is. I wouldn't have it any other way. But you know, to your question, I would wish it to be as stable as it is today because, you know, we do find time, you know, to talk marriage stuff and to you know to to try to communicate on stuff other than, all right, who's going to take the kid to what practice or what time is the rehearsals this week so we do and we do marriage stuff you know again i'm on here every week for three hours with you brothers you know building um you know also we work you know with andrew and the marriage ministry at church and you know that so we do marriage focused stuff you know um you know in addition to the stuff we do with household stress with married couples and, and are going to do so we there is a focus, you know, unlike, you know, some other couples where the focus is only the children. You know, our focus is our marriage uh, first, you know, even though the, the children take a lot of or occupy a lot of our time and our energy. But, you know, I always, I always say that, you know, we were married before these children came. So we have to keep it that way. So I think that, you know, I try to, with a little bit of time, you know, here and there and, 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 and date night on Friday, I'm just looking so forward to that. Um, you know, it's just those little times where, you know, we try to maximize the little bit of time that we have, you know. So I would hope that it would be, at minimum, as stable as it is today. Um, okay. Yeah. Because it is. It is yeah, I, I, I got a question. Um, I, I know we asked if you could tell your wife if you're bored, but can your wife tell you if she's bored? Mm. <laughs> because one, 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 one half of the marriage may be okay with the current status, but the other half uh, may not quite be, you know. But how do they, you know, can they tell you? Or if, if that other half, you know, if that applies to you, can you tell your wife you're bored? If your wife or can says, your wife tell you? Your wife says something like, "You don't take me, blah 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 anymore." She's telling you she, she's bored, mm-hmm. right? If you don't do X, Y, Z, she's telling you. She's I mean, bored. but what are the signs of a bored wife? Mm. <laughs> and can you notice the signs of a bored wife if you're just chugging along and you know everything is cool? You you know, there's no you know. It'll, it'll show it. in how she acts. It'll show in her mannerisms. It'll show in how she you know how how she. <laughs> Walks around the house, you know, it'll show. Mm. Can you guys hear me? Yes, yes we sir. can, we can. Go yeah, ahead. I've asked my wife before, um, am I not doing something right? I'll say, hey, am I not doing something right? Are you happy? Blah, blah, blah. I'll, 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 I'm not afraid of the answer because if I'm not doing something right, I want to correct it, you know. Sure. That's I'm how it should be, yeah. You, you gotta, yeah, you got to show that because you're showing that concern. 
you know, you're, you're trying to make sure, and that's how it should be. My wife told me to get off it's, Facebook, and I was like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I had that same problem. But she didn't tell me to get off. She said, limit your, you need to limit your time, brother. You limit it. And I, I, I'm doing better. Y'all pray for me. Hmm. <laughs> you know, you, you bring up a good point. You got to be ready for the answer. I mean, because just like I've told my wife I was bored, she's told me she was bored. You know, and I had to be ready for that. Mm. Well, what, I mean, well, I guess what, 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 I mean, y'all, you just said you go out every weekend, you know, so what, how did you take yeah, that? Yeah, because I'm, work, I'm working huh? to cure that boredom. I'm working to take care of that boredom. Oh, okay. So she told you that, and now that's why y'all go out every weekend. Yeah, because my plan was we weren't going to go anywhere during the winter. My wife go out in the summer. My plan was we just going to stay in the house all winter. You know, we're not going to have any because we usually have a party or something. We ain't going to have no party. We ain't going to do nothing. We're just going to stay here. And that's it. <laughs> you wasn't having that. And she, first week into it, first time it got real cold, she's like, all right, I need something to do. We need to find something to do. Yeah, and I would say that similarly, but not the same as that. You know, my wife and I t- um, generally take uh, two vacations a year. And for the past two years with the birth of our son, um, we have not. And it might be, might be going on three years. I, I, I've lost count. But we generally we take a family vacation, you know, with all the kids. And, you know, that's, that's the family vacation. And then we take a separate vacation, just her and I. No kids. We drop them off at grandma's and we have a good time. But we haven't had that, you know, with the pregnancy, um, the 12 months of breastfeeding, and now, you know, just with an infant that goes to bed at 8.30 or 9 o'clock and, um, you know, won't stay with everybody, you know, that kind of thing. You know, twice and I, we we made a tragic mistake this, this past summer. We took vacations, both of our vacations with the kids. So there were no vacations for us. And so we found ourselves being, uh, you know, burned out. And so what we came up with was little weekend getaways. You know, once every 60 days, just spend the weekend somewhere. You know, maybe Tyson's Corner or, you know, it doesn't even have to be that far. Yeah, that's great. So we were so, talking so. about doing that for, for, for Christmas. Sorry to cut you off, Ms. Ose, but, I mean, that's, yeah, yeah, we were talking about literally trying to get a little getaway, you know, or, or just somebody getaway, you know, from there. I love my kids, but at the same time, when you're just running, and you, you just need some time, you know, just with the wife. And um, Your kids, but you got to stay married. I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, I mean, when you got three of them and it's, you know, it, again, and my family – you know, my parents are retired, and they're great. You know, they, um, you know, can take care of them, but they're, they're four hours away, you know. So, and, you know, my wife's parents are three hours away. So it's just just me and her, you know, kind of hanging out with these kids. I'm hearing, I'm hearing a lot of my kids. And I get it. I get it, and they're young. I get it. I get it. But I'm hearing a lot of it. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it, it may be overwhelming. 
You know what I mean? To the point where it's, I mean, to 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 any marriage, where you know, I mean, there's certain things that you and your wife did before these kids that you're obviously not doing now because of time yeah. and because of commitment and because of I don't know delegation with babysitters or whatever the case may be. You know, I know there are times. I know there's something that's that's that. That's lacking in the, And again Not just you I'm just saying For people with A situation like yours There's got to be An area in the marriage That's suffering Because of it And then we tell ourselves Well we're doing it For the kids But then if you flip around And ask your wife Right Are Is Is our marriage exciting What would she say mm, No <laughs> So what's the what's the what's the opposite? Exciting. Boring. You see what I'm saying? So I think that that's I think that that's the dynamic that 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 we need to think about is how long can we do that? We know it's not exciting. We know we got all these commitments, but we keep doing it year after year after year after year. Seventeen more years. What marriage can withstand all that? And don't get me wrong, women don't make it easy. I mean, they want you to be perfect father for the kids. They want you to make it exciting for them. They want you to go work, earn some money. They want you to fix everything going on wrong with the house. They want you to keep the vehicles running, keep the yard looking nice. By the time you get done doing everything they want you to do, you're like, where, where do I have time? Something's going to fall off the list. Yeah. So that's why so y'all gotta have that come you know, you gotta have that conversation and find that balance. I mean, me and my wife we had to find it. I mean, there were certain things that I had to tell my wife I wasn't gonna be able to do. Yeah. I'm not gonna be able to do I'm not gonna be able to go to soccer, take the young one to soccer, and then, you know, I cook once a week. And the day I cook on is the day of her game. You know, this 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 is not happening. We're either going to eat out or we're going to eat leftovers from the day before. So don't expect that. I mean, so it was, it was I mean, we just had to talk that stuff out. Sure, sure. Yeah, you got to have realistic. Yeah, you got to have realistic expectations. But go ahead. Okay. Well, you said realistic? Mm-hmm. Let, let, let's be realistic about it. So when 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 people have relationships outside of their marriage because of lack of excitement. I think that's pretty realistic. Yeah, I think because it happens every day. You know, when people do things that they end up regretting in the long run, but the the impulse was and I'll give you an impulse. I'm going to give you an impulse. You're sitting at your desk, right? With the same lifestyle that you have right now, you're sitting at your desk. Fat to death, Tracy walks by and hands you an envelope and walks away. You open the envelope, and guess what's in the envelope? Panties. <laughs> how, did you know, how did you know Stacy, man? I'm, listen, <laughs> I'm being realistic. So now you know, right, in your mind, she can't have drawers on because I got them. 
<laughs> and it may be a note saying, lunchtime, here's an address. That's why I need you to meet me at. <laughs> now, listen to what I'm trying to tell you. The point I'm trying to make to you is, for anybody listening, even though we may not go for it, but that's excitement. Mm-hmm. That right there is excitement. That's excitement as hell, right? That's excitement. You like, I think man, you got some of the brothers excited. What? I, I, I'm just, just trying to about tell it. you, man, because it doesn't happen every day, but if it happens, our ego would jump through the roof, and somebody may say, man, maybe I might be able to just get away with this one. Mm. <laughs> it's realistic, though, right? Do you see what I'm saying? So what stops that from happening? It can happen to anyone. Oh, that kind of, that's what stops that from happening. Huh? I don't have that kind of job. <laughs> You're right. You're right. You see what I'm saying, Rodney? So what happens, what, what stops that from happening? Because that's realistic. So we got this lifestyle that's already mapped out to be boring. You know. Yeah. I let somebody else talk. Yeah, somebody else grab. (laughs) That's when you got to start praying. (laughs) It happens because the door's open. I don't know. That's never happened to me. But the door's open, right? When you sit there like, man, I'm, I'm all right at home. I'm all right. How you doing at home? Ah, uh, we all right. Doesn't sound exciting, you know. And again, I apologize because it, it, this is supposed to be a boring topic. <laughs> it ain't boring. It's supposed, be, <laughs> it's supposed to be boring. It ain't boring. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's that temptation, and it could happen. The crazy part is. It can happen to your wife. Now, a dude ain't gonna put his underwear in a in a, in a, in a <laughs> envelope. It's lunchtime. Because that that's not sexy at all. But it could be something yeah. else that he may do. The dude on the job that may say, you know what, my husband ain't just he ain't doing that. But he is going to ballet. But he is going to soccer. But he is taking us to church. But he nah, is paying the bills. But he is doing all these like other that. great things. No, T Hawk, giving him too much credit. T Hawk giving man. him too much. Come on, man. She Come will. On. She, the wife would notice. Like my wife. Okay. Case in point. My wife would say, "Okay, I need you to make sure you take the trash out. I need you to make sure you keep the house up and running. Blah blah blah. Okay, I do that. She would notice the man who does the opposite. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's how they are. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, what do you mean? Does the what I'm saying is, let's let's just say, okay, well, she would notice. Okay, well, this guy, this other guy over here, he takes his wife out, or this guy here, he's always going out dancing or whatever. And you want to look at her like she's crazy, it's like because they don't, you know, they don't have kids or he don't have a kid or whatever. You know right. what I'm saying? So you're saying that I'm prepare. glad you. I'm glad he said that. I'm it's glad like it's like what she's that. noticing. It's like. It's like she's. It's like they. It's like they go through this this mental lapse. Like they're not aware of their own situation. They're just caught up in the excitement. Yeah, and I'm glad you, you know, said the same thing with the with the woman handing you the panties. All you see is the best. You don't see them at their worst. 
Right. It's, it, but and look, I'm glad. you know, that's quick the bottom line. That's the, that's the lie about stepping out because you see that person at their best when they want you to see them. You don't see them when they got gas blowing out the bathroom. <laughs> but I'm glad he look, said look, that. Look, look, look. Hold on, hold on, hold yeah. on. Rodney, real quick. Mm-hmm. When you feeling bad and you feeling under the weather, right, and you take that NyQuil or that Theraflu, all you want is to feel better. That's all you want. You don't want it to cure. I mean, if it cures you, that's great, but you just want to feel better. And I think it's the same thing when you're in a situation that's just mundane and boring. You may just want that quick fix. Well, you know what? Today is going to be different because she just gave me her drawers and an envelope. <laughs> and I might be able to get away with it. <laughs> go, go, go ahead, Rodney. I mean, I, I'm just glad that Ike said that because, you know, about the wife looking at the man and, you know, going hand dancing and all this stuff. You know, because, I mean, the reality is, fellas, you know, back to what we were talking about earlier when y'all were full willing in my yard, it's the same thing. As, you know, y'all look at me. Y'all, I mean, y'all don't, none of y'all have a one-year-old son. And I got two more kids. So I got three kids, 10 and under. Sure. So whereas you you might have the youngest kid that's 10. Sure. So we're in different lanes. So I can't go hand dancing. Or I can't go to National Harbor for the little jazz festival. I'm look, you know, don't look at me like I'm crazy. You know, I I got three kids. Yeah, no but you know what to, you do have? We've been yeah. there too, Rodney. You we've said we don't too. have it now, but yeah. we've been there. Yeah. And, and, and you what, know what I was telling you about, about limiting and, and saying this is all you can do, because, trust me, when you have three kids, which I did, raised, uh, and was a single dad for several years, you cannot, you can't run six days a week to different events or six different events a week. You just cannot do that for the long haul. It will destroy your marriage because you have no marriage. All you have is your life surrounded around kids. Now, I don't have a one-year-old now, but I did. I don't have a 10-year-old now, but I did. I had three kids within three years of each other. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, including a set of twins. But, so Andrew. I understand it. But, Andrew, you know what you yeah. do have? What, what you have and, and what I have? And what I have and Dan and Rod and everybody else on, mostly on this call? We have a grown wife. We have a what? Grown wife. Yeah, we may have a three-year-old kid, but I got a grown wife. (laughs) You follow what I'm saying? So when does that become a, a, you know, when I say, okay, well, that might be important. It's got to be important all the time. And you've got to figure out what works for you. And, if you know, if six, six days a week or six events a week taking your kids to works for you and it works for your marriage, great. I have seen those kind of situations be very detrimental in marriages over the years because the the husband and wife now have two different lives and they don't they just feel like they're they're almost just there with each other after a while. We've had literally couples in in our church that are are at their wits end because of stuff like that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm watching it now with some friends of ours out of town. I mean, they they have their their kids and everything, I mean everything, and it's 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 to the point now where 
You know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, we're just praying for him. Wow. Because the kid is get the kid have get gotten older, so there's it's slowing down, and so now they're really starting to take notice of how you know how distant they really are. You know what I'm saying? Sure, sure. They're so preoccupied with what you know what, what was going on with you know I won't say too much in case my wife listens, but uh, sure. <laughs> what was going on with the kid, and now uh, now that he's taking a break from 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 his job. You know, things have slowed down with him, and she's slowing down with taking the, the daughter everywhere she was taking her. Now they're starting to notice each other, and, you know, things are, you know, they're just not, they're not good. Not good. So you're saying a lot of damage has been done or a lot of distance has been done? Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying it's, it, 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 just, it just takes a toll all the way around. You know, I'm going to tell you what I realized. Tomorrow's not promised. And you know what? You can't be living for, you know, when we have that time. You need to make the time. You need to make the time. Uh, I'm going to tell you what, three weeks ago, you know, we buried my brother-in-law, 49 years old. And, you know, that was his thing. Well, you know, I don't have time to do this. I don't have time to do that. Um, My sister-in-law, my wife's twin sister, um, we went, uh, I took her and, and my wife, um, down to Exuma, uh, a little island in the Caribbean, uh, for for their birthday, and her husband didn't want to come because he had other things he had to do. You know, and two months later he's dead. Tomorrow's not promised, and it's it's just that serious. You don't know where where you're gonna be tomorrow. You gotta live today. You know, yesterday's a canceled check, and tomorrow's a promissory note. Today's the only legal tender you got. You need to live now. You know, none of us know when we're going to check out of here. Yeah. And this brother wasn't sick. No. What you say, Andrew? He was a I mean, crazy. Work so what about Aruba? Hmm? What about Aruba? What about Aruba? They, as a matter of fact, you want to hear something funny? They had planned to come to Aruba with us. And he died November November 12th. I'm planning yeah. on going to... Oh, is that Brian? Oh, I didn't know that was you, Brian. Yeah, he's going. Yeah, he's coming. Now, now Brian, Brian, how long yeah. have I got you to try to roll with us? Oh, a long time, man. But when I finally did it, you can't stop me now. That's it. That was too short, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I've been on you all, all the time listening. Brian, it seems like you were under attack there, buddy. I'm good, man. I'm gravy. I know. I'm gravy. I'm clicking with you, man. But I thought about, <laughs> I thought about one of your comments when you said that you figure out what your kids do. And I thought about that in the same sense when I was younger, when I was made to go to church. You know what I mean? And they, and they right. chose that for me. So as I got older, I didn't want to do it. You know what I mean? I was just right. thinking about that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, a, that's, that's funny you say that because... You know, with church, you know, they they have their own activities at church. And, you know, I started them, you know, at their age, and they've been going since they were three years old. And the funny thing is that now is that it's no, oh, we're not going to church tonight. They're like, what? Tears are flowing. I mean, it it is serious. So not going to church is not even an option. Now, ballet, the piano... Hey, you know, hey, you know, it's cool. 
you know, oh, we ain't got to go to ballet tonight, or we ain't got piano practice this morning, that's cool. But you try to say, <laughs> nah, you know, daddy's a little tired tonight, you know, daddy's been on the road, or daddy's been doing stuff with household stress, and, you know, we, we're not going to church tonight, baby. What? Oh, no. Uh, you know, can mommy take us? I mean, it, it, it's serious. I mean, it, it, it's serious. And we usually try to go as a family, but that's one thing that, you know, and, and the funny thing is that last week, um, my oldest missed the Christmas party at her at church because she had ballet that were getting ready for the recital, and she was hot. She's still upset about it. They were exchanging gifts and had a little powwow and everything, but she couldn't be at both places at the same time. And ballet requires uh-huh. it to be there, you know, for the recital that was Friday and Saturday. So, you know, but we'll be there tomorrow, and my daughter will be playing the piano. Sure. As far as the program, no, that's no, that's so, so, so. Let me ask this question um, in reference to um, being bored in a marriage. Um, can it mean when you're bored in your marriage that your spouse doesn't necessarily care about your needs? Can it go back to that if you really sat down and think about it? Okay. I mean, could, that, right? that doesn't mean that is the reason, but it could. Okay. I mean, you know, you can you could tell your wife, you know, what, what you want, and she don't listen to you, and after a while you just get tired of talking. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and, and then she's shocked when somebody else steps up and, and is doing the things you've been asking her to do for 20 years. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm not saying that's right, but, I mean, that's true. If you say, hey, you know, this is what I really like, and she says, well, you're on your own, you know, I, I, you know I'm not into, don't, don't be coming here with that, and, you know, and, you know, you get sex once once a month, and then you'd be happy with it. Yeah. And you say, well, that ain't, that ain't what, what works for me. She said, it was too damn bad, you're on your own. You know, sooner yeah. or later, that kind of stuff comes back and bites you. Mm. Yeah, you think that's, think that's crazy. Last uh, last week, a week and a half ago, I came home, and the wife walked in the door, and she said, you know, Brian, I just feel the desire, I mean, not a desire, but me, you know, to fast until the first of the year. You know, just came and told me, so I'm on a fast. Nah, and I'm like, huh? <laughs> you talking about you want food? A fast for food? Fast for everything. Oh, hell to the no. Oh, I'm sorry. No cussing. I'm sorry. She need to file for divorce. What, what I'm saying is, is that, you know, you just come to me and you tell me something like that. Just out of the blue. You know what I mean? Feel it when you said you just, you, just, you just know that that's something that you have to do. But you didn't consult me about it, talk to me about it or anything, but you're expecting to be okay with it. You know what I mean? And I try not to rise up against, you know, whatever it is that you choose to do, but... It doesn't mean you have to be happy with it. You know what I mean? It just and it just throws a, a a a whole different monkey wrench in the situation, though, man. Because you know, I think I think I think at that time, if the if the girl or if the girl would have passed me a panties, I might have went there. <laughs> I think you need to work where Rodney works. <laughs> no, I'm only joking, but I was just saying figuratively, though, man. You ain't joking. You ain't joking. So so. So could that be an approach 
when you're talking to your spouse about this marriage, this boredom thing? Because I know we all talked about, you know, to tell them that you're bored or they could tell you or whatever the case may be. But would that be an approach to say, when you know that I like to do certain things that make me excited and we don't do them, I think that we don't do them because you just don't care that I like uh-huh. to do these things. And then she may come back, you don't care that I don't like to do them things. Okay. I got you. I got you. I got you. So it can well, go be, so, so it can bite you either way. Well, I'm just saying, you know. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Somebody try to talk. Go ahead. I, I, I understand where you're coming from on that, man, because... When she said that to me, my whole demeanor changed, right? And she said that, yeah, I know, I know how you feel about that. When she talked about instincts, yeah, I know how you feel about that. It does go so on, right? And she said, but you know, I feel the need that I have to pass. But see, I have to be careful sometimes, right? Because I'm the type of person that told you to speak my mind, and sometimes when I say it, it may not come out right. And basically what I said to her when she made that comment was, well, I said, well, I don't know how much difference it's really going to make. I feel like we're fasting all the time. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's, man, that's wow. Wow. Yeah, what, what if you said just because you got the fast don't mean I got the fast? That's right. No. <laughs> well, you didn't that. tell me to fast, and you yeah. won't tell me I ain't getting no damn nookie. Yeah. Okay, so the and, you know, and the Bible clearly says that this has to be an agreed-upon situation. Exactly. exactly. Wait a minute, hold on, hold on, I lost up. We're talking about a sexual fast? I mean, fast period, complete fast. Yeah, no, no nookie. No nothing. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Wow. That's a discussion. Yeah, so basically, like I said, I have to be careful because sometimes I'm just very blunt and upfront. And I said, well, I feel like we've been fasting anyway, so it's really not much different. That's dynamic. That's a whole other dynamic, gentlemen, that we haven't even got into yet. Nope. <laughs> what dynamic we haven't touched on that tonight. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Sexually bored. Mm. There, there you go. Now you let it out of the box. You understand what I'm saying? That's a whole... It happens if you let it happen. Well, most people are afraid to say anything about it, man, because they're afraid of the, re- you know, the uh, repercussions or the uh, response that they're going to get from that person. Because nine times out of ten, when you talk about something like that, the first thing a woman would say is, is that the only thing on your mind? <laughs> yeah. 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 That, man. <laughs> he said, yeah. Yes. Right now it is. It's Yes. <laughs> Uh, the repercussion, trust me, it 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 doesn't hurt that bad. That's uh, yeah. The the sexual boredom, you have to destroy that with the, with an anvil. You have to blow it away. You have to go on and tell her, say, listen, you got to do this better. You got to try this. This is something new. You got to do this. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, I see so y'all are Christians and y'all look down on pornos, but uh, I buy pornos. Yeah. So I say, I put on the DVD. I said, okay, you see this? You buy I need you to do this. Like? Yeah, I need you, you know, to do this. You that stuff online? Yeah, well, you know, I need you to do this, and I need <laughs> this to happen. I need, you know, and I'm up, I'm like, you know, hey, you know, you want this marriage to work. I mean, hey, I'll be super husband and, you know, take care of everything else, but in the bedroom, come on, you got, you know, hell with that, man. 
That's, that's well, a no go. Crazy as Ike, as crazy as I mean, you right. I, I, it's unacceptable. Right. I'm not gonna be yeah, having right. sex with somebody and I'm miserable. That's that's. I mean, I'm supposed to. It, we're supposed to be happy, you know. That sex is like a miniature vacation, you know. It's supposed to be our, you know, our, our getaway time, you know. Take us to another place or something. I ain't supposed to be having sex with her and sitting up there like, oh, well, she's getting ready to do this now. Oh, right on time. Well, all right. right well, next. Oh do this. All right. Well, she's gonna roll over and do this. All right, right here. Oh, oh, there, there you go. Done. So, 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 how exciting, how exciting is marital sex? It's how very exciting for me. It's very exciting for me. <laughs> Y'all don't want to talk to me. I shut up. Y'all I mean, I mean, I mean, but outside of you, but how exciting really is it? I mean, if we were to sit back and think about how exciting is it, and did we ever think that it was going to be this way prior to getting married? Silence. I'm not gonna. I, I can answer that. I'm, sometimes it's like, you know, feel like you're at work and your boss asks you to do something, but you really don't want to do it. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Wow. Just being honest. Can we get some eyes on that. I, that's, that's, I, a, that's a pretty honest statement right there. You know what? Yeah, you know, I'll give you. Some. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, you think about it. I mean, it is. I mean, I mean, if you if if you compare the marital sex with your single sex, what, I mean, which do you think would be more exciting? Oh, you already know that one. It's a done deal. It's a wrap. Done deal. It's a wrap. No question. Yeah. But you know the crazy part. You know the crazy part. The crazy part is that single sex that we talking about, but sometimes with the person that you're married to right now. Yeah. Well, I think, I think most changed. women. Yeah, yeah, what changes is you don't have a wife. You don't have a wife that's uh, constantly waiting uh, 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 on waiting you on. What you completed today, or what did you finish that I asked you to do, and that's forth and so on. And then a lot of times they face they face intimacy on the things that you have done, or what you haven't done, or what you you know because they have a little attitude in their own mind, what you completed, what you did complete, how long it took you to do it. Another true statement. Report card daily. Yeah, that is daily. true. Yeah, yeah. That's right. why I said you. That's why I said you got to destroy it with a sledgehammer, extreme prejudice and malice. I'm not here to talk about whatever the F I didn't do or what you don't like, how I cut the grass or whatever. What's about to happen right here, right now, is some good old-fashioned Jim Brown, you know, and go, let's get it on. We can talk about that other crap later. I'm not even hearing it. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta put, put, you know, tune her out. Like, look, this is about to happen. You can either try to get yours when it's when it's going down, or I can just go over to get mine. I mean, because yo, I'm not putting up with it. 
and they can do it. I mean, they can nerves. They can work out nerves like the best of them. Okay. But that becomes a problem, man. It becomes a bigger problem because then they're going to think you don't have any regard for their feelings or, or what they, I mean, or, or how they feel about a situation. All you're interested in is what you want. Well, no, I mean, you can't do it every time. But, I mean, but you, there's times when you, you got to, I mean, you got to pick your battles. You got yeah. to pick, I mean, and you'd be surprised. They get turned on by that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, no, I know I'm taking a stretch. I know I'm taking a leap, but but trust me on this. Well, I've been married for 20 years, man. And I'm gonna tell you something. What you talking no, right man. now, man? That sounds like it sounds like Japanese. I don't understand that. Okay, never mind. Yeah, so, you said so, 20 years. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah. So if you take yeah, a leap, I, I got a trampoline with. for you. I still, now, I got a pole in his living room. He's still a newlywed. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. I thought it had to be something there, you know, something there, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah, so, so we talked about earlier how the single sexes could probably potentially be more exciting than than the marital sex. And then also said that sometimes that single sex was with the person that you actually married to now. So something changed. So could it be the fact that something happened that now she's bored in the bedroom? And that's why we're not getting it the way we wanted to get it, and the way we were getting it before. You ever think about uh, I the think fact it's that more she's more representative than anything else? Yeah, I agree with that. I think I think they had an agenda. Yeah, but I think T Hawk is on to something, though. I mean, if if you are a creature of habit. I don't know if a creature habit is really something, someone that can really be successful in America because you do the same things. You wake up, you eat the same breakfast, you, you, you go about the same, you leave the same time, you drive the same route, everything. You go to the restaurant, you order the same meal. You know what I mean? Certain things that we have that we're accustomed to, those things all add up to, I think, lack of excitement, lack of spont- spontaneous. So when it gets to that point, they could be, uh, just like I was saying earlier, you know when she's going to flip over, you know when she's going to do this, you know when she's going to do that. If it's all calculated, it may be boring to her, I'm thinking. I agree. You mean like fluff the pillows, like in uh, The Temptations? Like, yeah. Yeah. And what was she doing in that movie? She was mimicking her husband. Like, here we go again. And the next dude, he's talking about, let's hit it in the car. Let's hit it in the sink. Let's hit it on the bar. You know what I mean? Just certain things that you know is not happening in the marriage. Yeah, that's too much to think about right now. Just a little bit. That's a little bit too much to think about right now. I think so. I think that's, yeah. But it could be the case, Ike. Right? Oh, yeah. Just no, because I agree. We married him, just because we married him don't mean the freak went away. Don't mean the freak that was in it just went away. I think, the freak is 
I think the freak is suppressed. Yeah, is that better? Ready to out. Yeah. Except for the brothers married for 20 years, man. That's, that's another. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah go we ahead, Brian. Okay, cool. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, think about it like this also, right? In in marriage or in relationship, man, um, women, women feel as if, oh, I've gained at least 10 pounds. So when you used to walk around the room with a man, it was cool, you know what I'm saying? When you know, when she was ten or twenty pounds, you know, lighter, but then she gained a few pounds, and you try to add some flavor to it. I'm just too heavy. I need to, you know, who want to hear that? Hello. I think that also plays a large part in it, and then you have to find a way to deal with it. Yeah. And I think dealing with it is a struggle too. Just even being in the middle of that conversation, because you don't want to say the wrong thing. Exactly. Yeah, that's a huge struggle because the only thing they're going to do, the moment you say the wrong thing, they get fatter. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. No, no, this is real. This is real talk because you have have some women, when they get stressed, they eat. So they're stressed because they can tell that you're not attracted to them. But if you say the wrong thing, if I mean, and, and they so damn touchy, they think about every damn thing under the sun, and their emotions are always on uh, on a million miles an hour. If you catch them at the precisely wrong moment, and if you say, hey, you know, um, how about me and you just go walking every day in the neighborhood? You know, you could either get, okay, baby, that's a good idea, or so what, now you think I'm fat, and she go put on another 20 pounds. Yep. <laughs> you don't know. You know that's what I'm saying. See, so you don't know because they can't. They can't even. They, you know, and I tell y'all all the time, women lie. They can't even keep themselves in check. So you don't know what you're gonna get. Yeah, it's tough. It is tough. Yeah. When you try to add excitement to it, man, you got to be mindful about everything you say and everything you do, man. Because it is. It's so touchy. It's unbelievable, man. <laughs> mm. Mm. Yeah. I've been married wow. a long time. I can tell you. You said you got to lie. You got. To, <laughs> you ain't got to get a couple of drinks, do you? For you can, you know. <laughs> if I was a drink, I'd probably take about four or five. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, wow. At home, at home now. He's talking about at home. Man. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. So I mean. A lot of people don't want to talk about, like, when the other guy was saying reality earlier, what's realistic. Yeah. You know, what's realistic is, man, is that you really need to recognize your surroundings and what you're dealing with, man, because women change like the weather, man, okay? And, and like he said, you go to them at the wrong time, man, there's no telling what you're going to Yeah, that is true. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, so use the honeymoon stage right now. Enjoy yourself, brother. Okay, but when yeah, Sybil come I, out, I will. When Sybil, hey, look, when Sybil come out, let me know, okay? Yeah, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get it while the getting is good. <laughs> Cause she's coming out. It's just not a matter of if she's I'm coming out. I'm getting it while the. I don't know. I'm trying to train her. Let her know. Right, <laughs> I'm trying to train her the way it's automatic. You know, you know. It's, oh yeah, I think that goes back know. to what somebody said in the beginning about. Um, maybe it was Alan, I think he's gone now, but, you know, just setting these things up in the beginning 
of how your marriage is going to be. And I think that it, it harkens back to that show we did, um, you know, did you plan your marriage before you planned your wedding? You know, that some of these conversations had to be had. And, you know, I think that, I don't know if I if it was you said it, I mean, you know, women want honesty. So if you're the type of brother that wants it seven days a week, you need to articulate and communicate that to your wife. And maybe she won't. You know, she she can't fulfill seven days a week, but she'll try to meet you halfway. But, you know, when it comes down to you only getting it once a month, but yet you want it seven days a week, but you've never told her that, you never communicated that to her for whatever reason, you know, then, you know, that's when you have the problem. But I think that, you know, women do, you, you they are, as uh, I think that Mr. Host uh, mentioned it, you know, they are grown adults. They're adults, so you can hit them with the truth and... They can process it and do what they will with it. Yeah. But, you know, the first step is giving them the truth, the honest truth. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Somebody got to tell the truth. Right. Tell the truth. Somebody got to. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, don't, you know, don't don't come at them with the whole, you know, I want it seven days a week. I want three or four times a week. You got to hit them with the when I want it, I want it. Well, when would I know it? When, when will I know when you want it? Trust me, you'll know. When, that, when that's happening, and, and, I, and, I, and I need you, I need you to drop whatever you're thinking about these funky kids and all this other crazy right. crap that don't mean nothing right now at this point. I need you to drop all that out your mind and get with me in this place, and let's go on and make that happen. Will that do it for you? Huh? Will that do it for you? Will that work? You got. I mean, I, that's why I'm training mine, man, because. I, I need her to know, man. When I want it, I gotta have it. I, there's no, there's no, there's no other option for me. Okay, so, so Rodney, what was that girl's name at the office? Tracy. Tracy. We use yeah. Tracy. So we always use Tracy. Yes, man. Yes, we sir. always use Tracy. I got right? about seven Tracys in my office. So. <laughs> so, 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 we're gonna talk about Tracy and the envelope again. Yeah. And it was the reason why I brought that up, and it's kind of tying it back into, back into the marriage piece so when Tracy when we when I said that the girl at the office brought the underwear in the envelope with an address telling you where to go at lunchtime I think we all got a visual it was a pretty good visual I think but how much better would be the visual if we fast forward it to we get home from work and she's standing there with a trench coat on and flashes you. And walks away. I said home. He said home. I said home. She flashes you with that trench coat, closes it back up, and then walks to the bedroom. That's I would say that's a right? good day, right? That's a good day, right? Damn so good the point day. is, so the point is, if we are we training her up to be just, you know, this is why I need it three times a week, so be ready three times a week, or are we training her up to be Tracy, but at home? Because I I'm think training that's that other piece. Trace. Exactly. <laughs> I think that's that other piece. You know, we, I know we, I married you, but I still need you to be a freak. I still need you to be exciting. I still need you to, you know... Make me fantasize about you. Kind of the opposite of boring, right? Yeah. 
How do we get that? How do we get that person to show up in the marriage? You well, I mean, mean, first of all, you got to have you you both got to be committed to understanding that this is for the marriage. You know, this is not just for um just giving me what I want because American women have this funny philosophy on sex. They think that uh sex is okay, well, I'm just giving you what you want. They think they have a they they think they think that it's very selfish in its approach. They don't understand that, okay, if you do this for a man, if you satisfy him sexually and you put your mind to, you know, blowing his mind, how that will benefit you in the long run. You know, they don't see the benefit to them and to the marriage. They just see, okay, well, right now at this time, you want me to do this and, and be, you know, whoever, you know, Naomi Banks, you know, in the bedroom. And, you know, and, and, you know, whatever. You ain't even cut the grass. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but, 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 okay, I hear you. I hear you. But, see, they have something that we have, but it's not as powerful. Right? Um, right. And what I mean by that is, instead of asking me why didn't I cut the grass or why didn't I wash the dishes or why didn't I do these things that you want me to do, why can't you guarantee that I do it? Right, right. There's a guarantee that I'll do these things. A guarantee. But see, T. Hawk, what you're talking about is the benefit that they will see from them doing that, and that's something that American women are very short-sighted. They can't see that. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Have you ever been in a hotel with a woman, and you know you're about to get it? You already know it because you're all there. And she says, I want some, uh, let me think, uh, uh, Cavassier. But not in a green bottle. I want some Cavassier in an orange bottle. And I know we in Waldorf, but they sell it in D.C. At this, rest, uh, at this, at this, at this liquor store on the corner of uh, New York Avenue and 7th Street. I need all the women to pay attention. Keep going, T.R. Right, and, 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 and that's what really gets me in the mood, that one drink that you can't buy in the present city that we're in. But if you drive 40, 40 minutes you, and, you know, and you'll be back 40 minutes, you may have that bottle for me. What do you think we're going to tell her? And we in this hotel room. Nah, I'll be right. nah I'm going to go to the lobby. Hopefully they got something for us. <laughs> nah, we're gonna be like, I'll be right back. I'm going to DC. I'm going to DC. <laughs> I'm going to DC. They don't, you know, you know what, before you me? come back. <laughs> you know what kills me? They hear it millions of times. They hear it on this call at least a hundred times, and they still don't get it. And they still don't get it. You can get. Oh, I want. wish my man would pay more attention to me. I wish my man would take me out more. I wish my man would concentrate on me more. Blah, 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 blah. But then in the bedroom, you're a damn plank. A plank. <laughs> oh, planking in the bedroom. Wow. Plank in the bedroom. And, can't, and, and your husband work in D.C. around nothing but nines and tens all day and can't figure out he get home right. why he don't even feel like he want to be bothered. That's right. That's right. That's right. I That's hope right. you women are paying hey, Ike, attention. Ike, Ike, listen, Ike, I saw the tape. I saw the tape. 
And it happened many years ago in that hotel on DuPont Circle when Marion Barry sat there and he took that crack pipe and he said, now how do you smoke this? Just show me how to smoke this because I'm going to smoke it because I need to get what you got. You understand what I'm saying? I'm the man and it may hurt me, but that's all right because I need to get, I need to seize this opportunity right here. So they have the power to say, okay, well, I need you to cut this grass. I need it to be cut by the time I get home. But after that, you're going to get this trench coat. They don't know. They don't know. And I wonder why a handsome man will end up with an ugly woman, because she a freak. She a freak. She don't ask no questions. She don't ask no questions. She's freaking him. As he walk in the door, he knows. She washing his back, massaging his feet, and freaking him. And freaking him. And cooking him dinner. Yeah. Can't even come. She looking. Yeah. She looking like Megan Good, and can't get nobody. And can't get nobody because she got standards. Yeah. Oh yeah. And rules. And rules. Yeah, dumb standards, but standards. And, and rules. I'm not doing that. I give him something special on Father's Day, Christmas. You know, New No, oh, Father's Day, New Year's, birthday. Yeah. You know, they, that's when I talk in the microphone. But it's boring. <laughs> All that is boring. The thought of it is boring. Yeah. Sounds Why funny. that ugly chick, as soon as he walk in, she ready. She ready. Yeah, the next chick is ready. You, you ain't got, there's not a whole lot of conversation because you already know what time it is. Especially if it's Tracy on the job and she done gave you them things in the envelope. You don't let Tracy be from another country where they have a different philosophy of sex. Yeah. Well, their approach is to make and happy at all costs. Sure. What if Tracy's from Brazil? Woo, Lord. Geez. Please don't say that. Stop, stop. Just stop. I will not go to Brazil while I'm married. Well, I'm saying. Don't me neither. I'm not allowed. My passport. I'm not going. I, I won't let myself go. The passport won't let you go. That's why the soccer game is doing that. I know my, my limitations. My passport's not allowed there. <laughs> Stadium I could do. Brazil? No, the hell with that. No. 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 So what's the equivalent, Rodney? What's the equivalent to uh to to our wife and the trench coat? What is their equivalent for us to do for that? Uh going to ballet and piano? That I don't think that does it. <laughs> We may think it does, but I don't think that sexually turns them on. <laughs> well, I think it. I think it depends on your wife, you know. And you know, I I do know that we we talk oftentimes about uh, love languages and and that sort of thing. And you know, my wife's love language is acts of service. So doing things that need to be done, whether that be going to ballet or whether that be. Um, Loading the dishwasher yeah. or folding the laundry. Yeah, yeah, all right. But hold on. Let's stop before we start all this. Look, man. <laughs> how, how long? How long before the acts of the acts of service just get played out? Yeah, a woman want to feel wanted. You know, you got to ravish her, man. You got to, you know, be spontaneous, man. I mean, that acts of service. You got that down. You get an A plus 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 eight in that. Yeah. But I'm yeah. talking about and just. You know, just out the blue, man. Lock that damn door. Get that little one-year-old Mike Will. 
<laughs> and handle it. Yeah. Pull your <laughs> Tell him like I tell Daddy, Daddy got to go put some ointment in Mama's hair. Just tell him like I tell him. Not the ointment in the hair, Ike. Not in the hair. Yeah, that's what my wife told in my mouth. I missed it. I was like, what? Yeah, you missed it. How do you get an ointment out, out the hair? Missed it. I, I like, what you talking about? Never mind. This is I'm, I'm giving up too much. I'll go ahead. I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm sorry. Sorry. But you're 100% correct. The active service is great. Like you said, A for effort. You know what I mean? But when you pull that yeah. belt out. You effort. I mean, he got that. That's cool. You got that. Well, yeah. when, when you pull that belt out, say, come on, let me spank you real quick. I mean, just certain things that we know. Might work. I think we just don't do it. And totally out of your character now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Something that she just would not see you doing. Yeah. It's, it's it's called keeping it new. You got to keep it keeping new. it new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the and the thing that I think that we back ourselves into a corner is because now we're doing all these active service things, right? And they're afraid to mess that up. <laughs> So they may not say what they really want. That bad boy. Yeah, because that is important. That's important. That's important. You know, so I believe that it works. It works both ways. Now, and, you, and I mean, I mean, if you, I mean, you got to ask yourself: How many times in the last year have you sexed, sexed, sexting your wife? The last year, 2013. We can think about 2013, all the things that we've done in 2013. But how many, just on the on the excitement t- tip, how many times have we actually sent a sexual text message to our wife? Because it's allowed, right? No, not not for me. It's not. No, I had to stop. <laughs> Why? <laughs> huh? Why? I sent her. I sent her a text message one time, and you know, my daughter had her phone, so. Oh. Yeah, that's 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 out now. We don't do that no more. Yeah, she was playing Candy Crush or something, and then it's like, hey, baby, you know, we. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it wasn't a picture, thank God, but it was. Yeah, don't send no pictures. Bad. It was the words. This is bad. Yeah, that's bad. And, you know, that whole spontaneous thing, it was like at the worst time ever. I forgot what she was doing that day. And, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What about dancing? Do we take them out partying anymore? Is that something that might help? Rub up on that booty at the club? Or is that just not something that married people do? Makes it, her it depends too. on the individual, yeah. Depends on the individual. Yeah, because if she don't like dancing, then you know. Gotcha. <laughs> right. <laughs> gotcha. 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 Yeah, I'm. I'm just sitting here thinking of ways that we could probably end this trend of boring marriages because they exist. They're out there. Some of us are in them. You know, and there's probably ways that we can do some homework and figure out. Okay. How can I bring just a little bit more excitement back into this thing? Because just like yeah, in Rodney's situation, you you got a son that's one, and if you continue this road, 
you know what I mean, where there's definitely something lacking, and we all have something lacking. You know, it could be not good, you know, in a while. So what are the things that we can do to, you know, just keep that flame hot? Yeah, and I think that the brother was, um, you know, onto something that, you know, what I would say is that you have to sort of take it back, you know, to, and again, I think somebody already mentioned this, but take it back to the beginning. And, you know, the brothers just said that Sexton ain't his wife's thing. You know, it ain't my wife's thing either. So you have to know your wife, you know, and yeah. you know, we get on here all the time and, you know, say things and try this and try that. And I listen to y'all, and I'm like, no, I'm not trying <laughs> You know, but some things, absolutely, I might try it. You know, so I don't, you know, do everything like that. But you really have to know the individual. And you do know, you just got to rewind and sort of, you know, take it back to, you know, where y'all started. And what she used to like, she probably still likes. Well, let me throw a monkey in there because I know for a fact there are some things that my wife used to like before we were married that she doesn't like now. And there are some things that I never thought she liked or I knew for a fact she didn't like that she does like now. Mm, because, that's a great point. And that's simply because and that's simply excuse me, that's simply because she's gotten older. So <laughs> I would I would really recommend just make sure y'all are both on the same sheet of music as far as what she likes because you could be thinking about, uh, you know, at a different time. I mean, because they think about so much stuff. There's so much different things in their mind when they age, how their mind changes and everything. It, 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 her mind frame could be in a different, her mindset could be in a different state right now. So I would just touch bases and just make sure we, we're still on the same page. Because you may so be what would you, So what would you do? So what would you do? If you were texting your wife and me, you know, texting, texting, whatever you want to call it, and, you know, you build up all those expectations and you get there, you know you're not the man that you used to be, and she's disappointed. Oh, well, my wife told me. Uh, my wife told me. You know, oh, she okay. we have conversations about sexual performance and sex. And so uh, my wife. We have very candid conversations. And, uh, yeah, my wife told me one time, and so I went out and did improve my performance okay. to where she was more than satisfied. I was just curious, man, because, you know, they do get disappointed. They will not say anything to you, okay? And they are oh, I know. I know. <laughs> I know, and you, and you were right. But, but I, had oh, yeah. to, I, had to, I had to be ready for that rough dialogue. And I had to be ready to hear some very critical things about me. I couldn't get in my, I couldn't get sensitive. And at the same time, she had to be ready to hear some critical things about her too. And when she told me something, I had to be willing to show her that I love her enough to where I'm going to take what she says and I'm going to try to work off that. Okay, sure. And you, and you know, and and that's and that. That's a great point, Brian, Brian, because, you know, we can't be in a situation where we're demanding two, three times a week and we ain't putting it down. Yeah. You I mean, you yeah. can't be like, okay, you know, I need it Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and maybe Sunday. Or I just need it whenever I need it. And then you get there, and it's the same old, same old, 
No yeah. excitement, no variety. You ain't laying nope. it down. You just getting in, getting out. Yeah. And I, you know, it's just, it's just, it's just. And it adds up, you've been there three minutes. You've been there three minutes. And the whole week. The whole week. You know what I mean? She's looking at the clock like, okay. She, you know, she got lifetime on pause. Hold on, yeah. let me pause this real quick. Yeah. You got to pause and just play through the commercials. The commercials about that long. You're like, all right, hold on, wait till the commercial. You know, I ain't even got to pause. Okay, I ain't got to pause. Well, yeah, I'll be right back. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's very important, man, because if you're demanding it, you know, you got to bring it. You know? got to be the right time, thing. Yeah, so the next time she'd be like, hey, it's Tuesday. Are we on? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's coming to you. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, it's like, no, we're not on because it's Tuesday. <laughs> you know what we're on. Wednesday. Like, leave me alone on Tuesday until after 1230. <laughs> but speaking of Tuesday, may, may I drop a, a, a monkey wrench, Mr. Host? Do your thing. And you doing, you've been doing such a wonderful job with uh, this topic of board. Um, but it's I a boring to topic. Up. What are you talking about? Yeah, boring, boring topic, and uh, I don't know how you do it, but, I mean, it is what it is. But I, I just want to say one thing, and I don't know if the brothers know it or not, but this is the last episode of the Married Men Don't Talk show for 2013. You know, so we got a couple weeks off. Um, but with that said, Mr. Host, and this question is for you. Sure. Um, in case you're counting, this is episode number 245. 245. And that's a lot of talking on here uh, about various topics. Um, and my question to you, Mr. Host, is do you ever get bored with household stress? Mr. CEO, Mr. Mad Men on Talk Show. The originator, the OG. Do you, sir, get get bored with household stress? No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. I will say sometimes I don't want to come on here and talk, but I'd rather listen. But yeah. no, 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 no. There's there's no other place that I get this. I don't get it on the golf course. I don't get it when I go into my office. I just don't get it. You know what I mean? There's no other place that I can sit down and have this conversation. I don't definitely don't get it with my wife. I don't get it at church. I don't get it when I'm sitting somewhere watching a game. I just I don't get it. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, there's times when we have to sit back and, 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 and do this as men. You know, mm-hmm. and you know, and I listen to you guys. I've been listening to you guys for 245 weeks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's 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 you know, I learned I've learned stuff, and I I guarantee that you know this this forum has kept me married. I mean, was, you know, because I come from a a divorce, and that was my out. You know, well if it don't work, just roll out and get another one. Yeah, but after Tracy, doing this, Tracy got the keys ready. Guy. She got her panties in the envelope. Yeah, and that's a, and Tracy is is a it, it's a true story. That's why I brought it up. But you know, I mean, it, I mean, things happen that will divert us. 
that will make us lose our vision, lose our focus on being head of household. You know what I mean? And then as men, we're famous for making up excuses for ourselves and believing them. Like, it's her fault. It ain't my fault. It's her fault. She, it ain't working because she did this, she did that. We blame them, and we be- actually believe it. And then on that belief, we go and do something crazy. You know, but this this whole accountability thing on Tuesdays has helped me because I know i got to come back and still be married. I can't come back here divorced. Y'all might hang up on me. I'll be like, uh, this guy's fake. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I mean, for anything, I, I just got to come back. i got to come back married still. So, you know. No, no, I don't get bored. I don't get bored. Yeah. Me neither. I haven't been here 245 times, but I've probably been here 244 or close to it. I don't know. Um, even through the birth of my son, I think I was listening in the background <laughs> a couple nights. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, no, I I, I totally I echo those sentiments, Mr. Host. And, um, you know, it's Tuesday night. I mean, I'm just like, sometimes I'm just like, you know what I mean? It's like, man, we got to get on here and do this thing again. But, you know, as you said, it's that... I don't get this anywhere else, you know, yeah. so it is what it is. I, I, it's, it's not boring. Household stress is not boring, let me just say that, you know, right right out the gate. It's just not, and you just got to, you know, show up, be blessed. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I mean, it's not that we do, and, and again, we're not doing anything extraordinarily special. It's just we're talking. But right. the dialogue is something I, I I stand behind and say that's needed. You know, if you're in a relationship or, or whatever, or you're dating or you've been divorced, whatever, it's needed. Because nine times out of ten before this, you didn't have it. I was talking to a co-worker today, and he was like, man, uh, we don't have that as men. We just got to figure it out and tough it out. Yeah. You know? No doubt. No doubt, man. So, yeah, I was excited about this topic, bored. You know, when you sit. Like I said (laughs) in the beginning, you know, when I Googled bored in marriage, you know, that website came up for cheating. So Mm -hmm. there's an outlet. If you're, you know, if, if there's an outlet for you if you're bored and married. You can go to Ashley Madison and find you a mate, and nobody will know. You know, or when I put bored and married next time, it should say go to household stress on Tuesday, and you'll figure out Bam. how to work it out. <laughs> figure out how to work it out. I love, I love that. <laughs> That's dope right there. That's dope. You know what I mean? Don't, don't, don't divert me to my destruction, but find a way how I can get around it and make it more exciting. Mm. You know, flip that thing and make it more exciting. So you know, I, you know, I won't be throwing my life away. You know. Hey, hey, Tom, can I throw a monkey wrench right quick? Throw it in, brother. Throw it in. All right. I already know the answer to this, but I want to put it out there anyway. When you're bored, sexually in your marriage, do you offer swinging as an, an option? I hope not. No. I hope there's not. marriages that's out there that's swinging, and, and 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 I'm talking close to home in this area right here. Mm-hmm. Where married mm. couples. That's, 
That'll Take really excite your marriage right there. Yeah, but it's a wrap after it. It's a wrap. It's over after that. Mm-hmm. It's hard to come back after that. I got two friends that did it together, and they both did it together, and they both divorced. It mm. wasn't divorced right away, but gradually they both got divorced from those women. You know what I mean? So it may have been the thing to do one night of a night of drinking <laughs> at a dinner party at the house. It may have been that thing to do that night. Well, let's experiment. Let's add some excitement. You know, but then there's the the hangover the next day. It's like, did you really just sleep with my boy? Really? Mm. Wow. You know what I mean? That kind of thing stays with you. You know, it's like you can't wash that off. Mm-mm. You know, and then, you know, he comes over again and you're like, man, I wonder if, you know, they're going to do it again when I'm not looking. You know, and that's the thing about swinging. I, I I think it's acceptable when you're swinging together, right? But then you can't go out and have sex on your own with somebody else, because then it's called cheating, right? Yeah. So I just think it's a very slippery slope. Good words. So what's the plans for next year, man? Let everybody know what they're coming back for. More of this. Yeah, I want to go to open mic. Yeah, we can go to open mic right now. All right, cool. 